one of these people. Nazis. First, you return my dial, Dr. Jones. And now, bring me the graphicos. I'm very happy you're not wasting any time. I should have retired you when I had the chance. Where are your sponsors? I'm on my own now. Things move forward, Dr. Jones. And sometimes, they go backward. Yeah, 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 that's Nah, see, it wasn't me. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. That's my 20s voice. That's that's your new thing for 2024. I'm just going to do that kind of uh, gangster 20s voice for everything. All the time, see? Trying to set me up, see? (laughs) How you doing, man? It's been a while, man. We we have taken a little bit of a break here. away from the pod so we can enjoy the holidays and everything. Yeah. And uh, now we are back, and we are back with a special episode. We are going to be talking about our favorites of 2023. And there's a reason me and Justin are doing it, because uh, I'm sure Dave might have seen something that came out in 2023. Maybe. Uh, Maybe, but uh, not as much as me and Justin. But it was a documentary. Yeah, it was probably a documentary. (laughs) Like, I know... On the financial crisis of 2008. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's several out that Dave would love, too, but he just... uh, Yeah, I think he's living out in the boonies. He doesn't stream much. Yeah. Doesn't watch much, so... We'll, we'll leave him for the older ones. Yeah. So how you been? Any any life changes since the oh, last Oh, no. Month? Nothing new going on with me. Just kidding. I got engaged. Ooh. Yeah, I'm super stoked All you ladies, it. you should have made your move. <laughs> You're fucked now. <laughs> Glad you didn't. <laughs> well, yeah. congratulations. Thank That's you very awesome. much, man. Awesome. Super fucking happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Get to join the club. Yeah, it's absolutely. A it's a fun one. Uh, well, good. That's awesome news. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any exciting news as much as that. I'm still working uh, uh, the the new job, new being like two and a half months to three months old now. But yeah. I love it. Love it a lot better than the last job and everything. And uh, yeah, just kind of getting promotions, though, getting promotions, getting uh, getting the hours, getting the money. So that's, Hell all, yeah. that's all I'm looking for and getting some t- uh, days off, too, because my last job friggin uh, well, working for the Gainesville Sun. We got one day off, and that was only for the last year I worked there. Before that, it was a seven-day-a-week thing. Now yeah. I can get up to, like, I'm on a four-day-off streak right now. I've been off since Friday. Hell yeah. And what's crazy about the days off at this place is, you know, you, you get, I get all day Friday off, all day Saturday off, all day Sunday off, all day Monday off, and then I don't have to go back in until Tuesday night. Yeah. So it's it's almost like a, a Tuesday off, too. So Yeah, this was, the, this was the first year in... Honestly, I can't even remember how long we, so we opened a new business Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and it's growing, which is really good. Um, but we've never been able, none of us, neither my fiance, (laughs) um, or our partners that we work with. Um, we've always worked at places where you're working Christmas Eve, you're working New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you're off Christmas Day, you know. You're the owners now, so you can set this shit. And so we weren't necessarily off, but we, like, the 26th and the 27th, I don't think we had any bookings. Yeah. Um, And so, like, I got, like, three or four days off also. And, dude, what a recharge, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, like, I, I can... 
I'm ready for the new year. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas before I'm just so worn down and still working all the time. And like, you know, and I can't wait to get back to that place, but it's mm. really nice just to be able to take a break. Man. Oh, for sure. You I feel know? that with my job too, because my job is so damn physical that I have, I get bruises every day on, oh, yeah. on my body and just the workouts are crazy walking like 20,000 steps a night. And the weather has been crazy on my hands. It's been cracking my fingers to the point where I can't even touch stuff. And I oh, was man. like, I need these four days off just to heal my body. Yeah, and get you some uh, gloves, dude. Yeah, that's a problem, man. But they give us gloves. They give us really nice gloves, like the best yeah. gloves you ever have and everything. But you can't stick your hands in your pockets. It's, right. You're constantly taking them off. And there's something about like that tactile thing that I need to be touching these yeah. boxes and everything. That If I start wearing gloves, they're, I'm ripping them off like uh, 20 minutes before uh before i lose my shit so, yeah yeah so that's kind of the thing but so yeah let's talk some movies man they, yeah dude this was a good good year for movies and i don't think i've even seen half the good movies yet because i watched oh, the golden sure globes last night yeah. and uh the golden globes were just i before the golden globes started i i uh, went through and i checked the trailers out and i was like i'm just gonna check the trailers out for movies i had never heard of and and Good thing I did because they won a whole bunch of the awards last night. Yeah. Uh, and I have a huge list of ones to check out. This Poor Things, I just showed you that trailer. Yeah. Uh, it's by the same guy who did The Lobster. And The Lobster I didn't much care for. I like the quirkiness about The Lobster, but there was uh, there was some weirdness I didn't much care for that got really dark and disturbing at some uh, points. Uh, so I wasn't a fan of it, but it was the same director. And when you watch the trailer, you swear this is like a dark version of Tim Burton. It almost feels like a dark version of... Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, it does. Because it's kind of like uh, some guy creating a person uh, like Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. Uh, and how weird she is, and she's not connected with her body, and it just looks wild, man. Yeah. And then there's the movie Saltburn, which looks good. There's another one called Anatomy of a Fall, which took a lot of the awards last night. Hmm. Um, about a, I guess it's a couple, it's a French film. Uh, it was up for foreign language, and it was up for uh, best English-speaking movie. Uh and it looked good. It looked it was a but a couple who were arguing in their cabin, I guess, and one of them committed suicide. Just jumped off the thing, oh, wow. off the roof. Yeah. Uh, after they were having the argument, and the woman is being charged with the murder now because there's no one there to co- corroborate. The only oh, person wow. there to corroborate that she didn't do it was her blind son. Oh, and God. The, and a lot of it's the trial and everything. And yeah. I was like, wow, this looks crazy, man. I definitely have to check this huh. film out. I bet she did it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other movies that some of them are on my list. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that I hadn't seen. Well, we could talk about a few of the movies that like, like we're going to do a top five each and then we're going to do a couple honorable mentions. But if the, is there anything you've seen in the last couple weeks uh, that may not make the list that you want to like uh, bring up? Like I've got a I've got a few that I'll talk about because I don't think I've talked about Barbie since I saw Barbie. I know you uh, had yeah. seen it and I hadn't seen it. Uh, That's on my honorable mentions list. Yeah, it, it was cute. You know, yeah. it it was funny. I did like Ryan Gosling in it. I yeah. think Gosling is hilarious in it. I'm like, Knuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I thought it was clever and everything. It wasn't great. It made my decent list and everything. Um, so one that we watched in the last couple of weeks because it was Christmas time was the uh, Eddie Murphy movie oh, Candy yeah. Cane Lane. Yeah, I saw the ads Dude, for it, but it I haven't got, seen it. It got hammered on reviews really? that I saw. It was really cute and enjoyable. Huh. Um, who was the lady that uh, was on uh, the Scarlet Witch 
uh, series. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. The one who's also in uh, oh. Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. She's great. Oh, wait, no. She's you know really what? Funny. I was confusing it for her. I'm sorry. Deleted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darn. It's the girl from Workaholics, but I can't think of what else she was in. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a really cute movie. I, I'd say watch it next Christmas. Uh, one movie that almost made my excellent list, but I put it on my very good list, uh, instead, but I did, I think it's also one of the movies that I'll probably watch a shitload. And, uh, my cousin recommended it. He's like, you got to just buy this movie. It's great. I play it at the shop and we just, I just play it on a loop. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Every second of it's awesome. And I was like, all right, that's all I need to hear. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. And it actually cost me like... Uh, $18, but I uh, ordered it. We watched it the other day, and I loved it with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Mutant Mayhem. Oh, the new th- one. is that the claymation one that Seth Rogen did? Uh, it's not claymation. It's animation. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's yeah, animation. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like a sketch animation. It's weird animation, okay. but it's not claymation at all. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> takes a little while to get used to the animation on it because it's very... They don't stay in the lines. Like mm-hmm. if they showed a sign for like a billboard, some of the letters are hanging off the side of the billboard, almost yeah. like how a graffiti artist would do an animated movie or That's something cool, like that. That's cool, yeah. It's very cool. I heard it was really it good. It was really good. And if you're a Turtles fan, you would love it because they go deep, deep into the mythology of the different mutants. They, they start pulling mutants that you never normally hear about. Oh, wow. Uh, and the voices they got for it are amazing. The, the key to the movie was that I loved about it the most is – they for the first very first time they got teenagers to voice the turtles. Oh, cool! So they sound like little little kids yeah. when they do it. They they're like thirteen or something. And they I watched the documentary of it. And they, these kids had a fucking blast. Oh, I bet. Dude. And all the mutants and the other people uh, in it were famous people that you know, like the main guy who played uh, Superfly, who was uh, that was the only mutant I think they constructed, and it was supposed to be Baxter Stockton's son. Uh, mm. And it is played by Ice Cube. He's awesome. Oh, really? Post Malone plays one of the voices. Paul Rudd plays the voice of Mondo Gecko, and he's hilarious. In That's it. great. Uh, uh, who else is a big voice in it? Uh, Rose Burns, one of the voices in it. Just just a whole slew of great voices, and I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Jackie Chan plays Splinter. Oh, nice. And he's really, really funny in it, uh, yeah. doing his just kind of crazy old man accent. Just might be his accent now, but yeah, because yeah. I know he is an old man, but... Uh, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was super, super fun. So Yeah, uh, I definitely wanted to check that one out. Yeah, and there's a slew of ones we were just talking. I wanted to... Uh, there's ones in the theater that I... Like next... What's today? The 8th? I think it's like the 8th? Uh, I think so. I Let's think see. the 12th that Killers Eighth, of the yeah. Flower Moon come out on Apple TV+. Plus. And I think Apple TV Plus is like $5 a month. So yeah. I'm definitely going to get Apple TV Plus just to watch. Well, not just to watch because there's two things I want to watch on that Apple TV uh, network. Uh, one of them is obviously that Killers of the Flower Moon. That uh, that one uh, Native American lady won the, uh, uh, I almost said Oscar, but uh, Golden Globe. She'll mm-hmm. probably win the Oscar also, but she won the Golden Globe last night. For Best Actress? Uh, best Supporting Actress oh, cool. in a Drama. So uh, it looks awesome. It's just, I couldn't bring myself to... Go to, first of all, it takes a lot for me to drag me to the theater, anyways. Yeah, especially when you hear that it's a four hour and like half movie. Or yeah, I'm good hours. on that. I, I need to take a break, I need to shut that shit down yeah. for an hour. I, they probably just put it, it into the <clears throat> theater so that it could be award worthy. Yeah, you know? so and I know, well, Scorsese doesn't want one of his movies not to go in the theater at least for a little bit. But the thing That's is, true. I mean, this might be his last movie. I mean, the guy is old, man, yeah. the guy is real old. Yeah, uh, then again, look at Clint Eastwood, who's like out there right this very second. 
out there. In, I thought he finally retired. No, he's out there. He's oh, really? In the fucking movie. Jesus. He looks like he just walked out of the casket. Yeah, no. Like, I, he doesn't look It's good. one thing about the way he's aged. Yeah. His his face, and this isn't a knock. Like, no, no. People age differently. His face looks like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. He, like, lo- he looks old. It, man. And he is old. When you think about oh, how yeah. old he is, I mean, he's 93, I think, or 92. Yeah. But he's still out there, and he's not only acting and directing. You know what it takes to direct and act in the same movie? Oh, yeah. And he, he's doing it. It's crazy. And he's putting out quality stuff. I mean, I liked that that one where he was the the mule. Uh, oh yeah, I liked the mule. I thought the mule was freaking great. He yeah. was awesome in it. I never and saw that one. He he's smart enough to put himself in m- movies that are appropriate for someone of his age to be in it. Yeah, he's not dirty hairy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not uh, he's not dirty hairy. Even though I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> that would have been a great one. Uh, so there's there's tons of movies in the theater I still want to see. Uh, like I said, there's a lot from the Golden Globes. Is that Godzilla? Oh, that's what I was going to mention. So the other thing with the Apple Plus, uh, when I get it for that five dollars a month, I'll be able to watch Kills the Flower Moon. But they have the Godzilla series. Oh yeah, like I think it's almost finished. Oh wow! Uh, and that's the one that Kurt Russell and his son are in it, and Kurt Russell plays the present character and yeah. his son plays the past oh, of the I, same character. I think I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, it's before. very interesting. I don't I'm not sure they've ever done that before. It told a story two time periods but have a father and son play yeah. each other. Yeah. Uh very cool because he does kind of look like an uh, a very young Kurt Russell. Yeah. I mean so that'll be awesome. And I'm I'm a sucker. Me and my cousin are probably the two biggest Godzilla fans uh, out there that at least I know of either with the toys and with the movies. And I always are putting Godzilla movies on. So is minus one on there or uh, I didn't get to see minus one oh, oh, no, on, the, on, on the, the network. TV, no, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't sure if they own all the Godzillas because uh, I know HBO max play has all the uh, old school Toho Godzillas on their network. So I'm not sure who's going to get uh, Godzilla. Minus I hope one. it's them because I have HBO max. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I hear great, great things about yeah, it. I really want to see that, that in the Shin Godzilla that came out 10 years ago, which I own and I still haven't watched yet. I need to just oh, wow. find the right period of time for it uh, because I know it's uh, subtitled. So you got to have to go into it on, on a certain I'm pretty you, you sure you're go, off. You I'm pretty sure you're off today. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a Harry Potter marathon uh, though, too, man. That's crazy. We just cuz I've never seen them. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them. We this. just watched the first one a uh, couple of days go ago. Go through we, them all, dude. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, yeah. I, has she seen them all? Oh, she loves them. I actually just uh, got her a little Harry Potter uh, Funko Pop. Uh, man, yeah. I love those movies. They make me real It's weird how I am with movies. Some movies make me emotional, some movies don't. Yeah. And even watching the first one I get emotional knowing where the characters are going. Yeah, see, like, I don't I know. I start thinking about what happens to because the stuff in Deathly Hollows yeah. is insane, yeah. dude. Is insane. Cool. I mean, these they build these characters up through all those movies and everything and where it comes down to. And every time I see, like, I'm not going to ruin anything for yeah. you. Uh, but every time I see Neville Longbottom and I'm like, oh my God, I, he was such a dork and uh, he fucks things up. And then yeah. to know what he does, uh, he does some really heroic shit in yeah. Deathly Hollows. And I was like, I was like that. And Everything with Hermione and Ron and uh, and Harry and ah uh, man, I love it. Yeah. I love I love the how that was one of the best examples. Before that, it was pro- the, probably the best example of this was Aliens. How you can have a mythology, you can have a string of films, but you have a different director directing all of them, and they br- all bring something to the mythology and push the story along. Yeah. The most brilliant thing they did with Harry Potter is they had different directors. Like Those first two movies are the only movies that actually felt like kids' movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets were both done by Chris Columbus, who uh-huh. did Home Alone right, and yeah. all those movies. And uh, 
And it seems like a fun kids movie and everything. And then it gets a little bit more serious with Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favorite. And it's probably going to be one of your favorites because it's time travel related. Oh, oh dope. my God, it's so good. The yeah. time travel stuff in there. But then once Goblet of Fire happens, the ending of Goblet of Fire, it's like, all right, all the rules are out. Kids can die. And now this is serious yeah. shit. Yeah. And ever since from Order of Phoenix all the way to uh, Deathly Hollows, ooh. Man, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, after you watch it, you should uh, go back and watch the pod that I did with my friend Sarah and Lindsay. We did a Harry Potter uh, retrospective oh, cool. back in the day. I don't yeah. even know what uh, number it was, but it, I'll was, find it. it was a while ago. You'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love the Harry Potter films. Man. I love the music. I love everything about them. It was one of the most perfect series, in my opinion. And I've gone through it probably four times. I saw them all in the theater. That was oh, really? one of the movies that I I would not miss. I yeah. ended up seeing them all in the theater. And since I've got them on Blu-ray, I think I've watched them. This might be the fourth time that I've gone through the whole series. It's oh, just wow. fun to do. It takes yeah. about a week or something like that. Yeah. Because I just kind of take my time. Well, if you it. can watch one every day, it takes eight days. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'll tell you, I, I texted you earlier. I said, hey, I'm running a little late. I got to uh, finish up this movie that I'm watching. It's one on my list here. Nice. or On our list, I should say. Um, and, uh, dude, it took me five separate days to watch it all the way through. Yeah. That happens, man. It happens. It's not because you don't like it either, you know? It's just because it's, I mean, I gotta, you want to pay attention too. Exactly. I can watch it all in one day if I'm only going to be half paying attention to something too. And then not remember it, but. That's why I waited with, uh, to see, you know, it's on my list too. I don't, it's not a spoiler or anything, but, uh. Uh, Oppenheimer's on my list, but I was uh, I was waiting for it to uh, to watch it at Christmas time because I knew it was going to be a three hour movie. I knew I was going to be by myself and yeah. I could just immerse myself yeah. in it, and it would be great. Still haven't had a chance to see that yet, but uh, Dave would love it. Oh yeah, my God. Oh, I'm it's sure Dave's movie. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right, let's let's go. Let's start with uh, with your number five. We'll go to my number five. We'll work our way down to our number ones. All right. Um, well, uh, disclaimer. I did see this one a while ago, but it definitely made my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Certain ones of these, obviously, we're not going to have the memories. We're we're old here, people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Now that it's 2024, I can technically say I turn 50 next year. Oh, wow. Can you believe that shit? I'm I'm 48 right now, but since my my birthday's not till the end of this year, next year I do turn 50. (laughs) Um, So this is uh, They Cloned Tyrone. Never heard of it. I'm I'm very interested in knowing what the hell this movie is about. So it, like, I'm just going to read the overview. If it, We'll find out if their overview is any good or not. Oh, it's very short. It says, A series of eerie events thrusts an unlikely trio into the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy. Dum-dum-dum. Yeah, so it's um, Tiana Paris, Jamie Foxx, and John Boyega. Um, I, like, I like... I don't know the, uh, the lady there. What's her name again? Uh... Tiana, Tiana Paris. Did you ask me the hard one to say again? I know, no. right? You had to make me do that. <laughs> Let me see if I can find anything notable for her. Oh, she's in the Marvels. Um, she was in the 2021 Candyman. Oh. Um, she was, was in WandaVision. Yeah. Okay, I know who she is. Yeah. I she, think she was the one that was in Captain Marvel, wasn't she? Was she the black girl in Captain Marvel? Could be. It says over? the Marvels, so yeah. I'm sure that I'm it's probably... I'm wondering that's the same girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a fun movie and it's also is it a comedy or is it, so it's like a mystery sci-fi comedy. Okay. Um, also, um, oh shoot. Who was it? Cause he's important to the cast. Uh, David Allen Greer. Oh wow. Yeah. He, he makes just a couple of appearances in it. <laughs> um, which also, cause I, th- 
He also makes an appearance in um, Candy Cane Lane. Oh, okay. So I, I love David Alan Greer. And yeah. I'm sorry this is so off to the side here, but I did mention it earlier. Spoiler alert. He plays Santa Claus. Oh. It's fucking great. I <laughs> love funny. it. Um, anyways, back to they clone Tyrone. Um, so these people, I, I wish I could remember. It's... It, it's an inner city. I don't know which inner city it could be California. It could be, you know, Chicago, New York. I don't know. Um, but these three people end up going on an adventure, like, uh, like an action adventure through the movie. And basically they find out that there's a chemical being tested on their neighborhood. Like, and they're putting it in the fried chicken and, <laughs> They realize this because like a murder happens and they, they need to, they need to calm down. So they go and they have some chicken and they start like laughing and they're high and like everybody's laughing and they're high and they're going crazy, you know, and they realize like, oh shit, you know, there's something in the chicken. So the conspiracy goes to find out what's in the chicken and what it's for and everything like that. And it ends up leading to like they're cloning people. This isn't like a total, like you, you realize, you know what I mean? Like they're cloning people and they're like experimenting on them in this town. You know mm. what I mean? And how much of a comedy is it? Or is it's, is it, it's a good chunk of it as a comedy or it's is got, it? It's got some really like good comedy in it. Yeah. And, but like, I mean, there's shootouts and yeah, people so die some, and there is some action drama to it. Too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Jamie Foxx's, fucking great this must it, have been dude. before his stroke i, I think yeah i think right it was right before it because it, yeah. i think it came out like mid-summer um yeah which means he filmed it probably a year and a half ago probably right um let's see june 14th okay yeah um fun fun story also like there's some shit in there that'll be like oh damn they could really be doing that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. Theories. It's it's fun. Like, I highly, highly, highly What was it on? It. Was it on, uh, uh, watch it on Netflix? It was on or? Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll try and say that because I got a couple of them that are on Netflix. Um, There's a couple of movies I need to watch on Netflix now that I canceled mine, but the, th- the good thing about Netflix is you can keep for a month and cancel it. I got one coming up for you that you're going to need to use that free trial for. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to do because I know Stranger Things is coming out. And, uh, oh, is there another one? I didn't uh, see the last season, man. Yeah, the last season was one of the really good ones. Yeah. Uh, so new Stranger Things is coming out. The new Cobra, the last Cobra Kai is coming out. And then uh, there's a couple of the movies that were nominated uh for Golden Globes last night that are yeah, on Netflix. So sure. I might just get it for a month, binge everything I want, and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Because that's the problem with Netflix is it, they'll drop a lot of good stuff, and then there'll be four or five months with, with garbage. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm. that's fine as long as they allow me to just do it month to month. I don't want these places that allow you to only allow you to kind of do it yearly yeah. or something like that, which yeah. is shitty, but... So what's the name of it again? Yeah, so uh, They Cloned Tyrone. <laughs> they Cloned it's, Tyrone. It's fun, dude. I love it. Uh, all right. I'm, since I mentioned Oppenheimer, let me talk about Oppenheimer. Here. Yeah. Uh, it's as fabulous as you think it is. Yeah. It's as epic as you think it is. It's Christopher Nolan. You're a huge Tenant fan. I'm yeah. a huge uh, Memento and uh, Inception. And if you've, you're familiar with Christopher Nolan, you know that he, he takes his shit seriously. So just on that note, because his movies always have like a certain format to it. Yeah. Is it is it a similar format where it kind of jumps around? It jumps around a little bit, but it's it's t- a lot of it is told from the present where they're dealing with uh, the trials uh, with a lot of the Senate 
uh, of who allowed uh, the uh, the nuclear bomb to be to be made and everything. So if you're not familiar with Opp- okay. Oppenheimer, it's about the the world's basically one of the world's smartest kind of physicists has figured out how to make a uh, contraption that will become the atom bomb, which is eventually dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And what really spurred the whole thing is uh the military was told that the nazis are are working on one too right so the whole goal was all right well we have to beat the nazis to this because the nazis sure as shit will use it if they come up with it but uh the it obviously a real life story they deal with a lot of the real life people in it uh like einstein's in it yeah Uh, like the guy playing einstein looks just fucking like einstein that's awesome uh so last night at the golden globes it won best um it won Best Director. It won Best Picture. It won Best Actor for Killian Murphy, which awesome. was great because Killian Murphy has not won I, shit yet. Yeah, he's and, so fucking and he's great. He's so good. He's yeah. one of those great actors that we have grown up watching, uh, like in Red Eye and all yeah. the Batman movies. I mean, he's a uh, 28 Days Later. 28 I mean, that Days was like later. the first time yeah. I think any of us saw him. Absolutely. And he's a Christopher Nolan guy. Uh, Christopher Nolan kind of puts him in all of his movies, yeah. Inception and all those. Uh, he won the award, and uh, surprisingly, and you normally I would not say this, but Robert Downey Jr. was phenomenal in it, and Robert Downey Jr. won the Golden Globe last night. Oh, did he for, for Best, Best Supporting, Supporting Actor? actor? Yep. Okay, good. I remember seeing that he was in it, and like, I don't know, just from the trailer, because I've only seen yeah. the trailer, and he looks great he in is, the trailer. He was amazing in the awesome. movie. My main problem with Robert Downey Jr., it's why I give him shit every once in a while, is Robert Downey Jr. usually just goes into the movie playing, playing himself. Yeah. Like, that Tony Stark character, that's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just Robert Downey Jr. walks into the room, and he's sarcastic, and he's qu- quippy, and yeah. everything like that and yeah that's cute and all but show me something where you can transform yourself into a different person yeah or i don't see robert downey jr that's and what it very qualifies. rarely do i ever get to see that you used to see it back in the day you saw it in u.s marshals yeah. you saw it in, that's uh, my other prime yeah, less example. than zero there's a lot of old school stuff with uh robert downey jr and so i'm glad that he's back in my eyes as being just like a fabulous actor and he'll probably win the oscar for it too because he is just so good in that good. he plays like one of the senators in it they give him gray hair and the little glasses and you can almost not tell it's good. Robert Downey Jr. So yeah I, I, I really want to see this movie it's yeah. just such a commitment you know tons of people tons of really great Benny Safadi is in it who's the uh, guy who did Good Time and uh, Uncut Gems he's the director yeah. that is also an actor he, he acts almost as much as he directs he's, and he's incredible both of them hmm. and he's got the new he's directing the new movie with Adam Sandler uh, that's coming out soon too you mentioned that yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what it's about. Maybe gambling or something like that. Well, that <laughs> Surprise. was uncut, that was uncut gems, but I think it was something that was on that uh, same kind of realm. skydiving. Yeah, <laughs> something anxiety fuel. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna do it without a parachute. I can do it. <laughs> uh, he was amazing in it. Emily Lee Blunt was amazing in it. Probably the only miscast person, and he wasn't bad in the movie, but. Uh, I think they could have gotten someone better than Matt Damon to play the general. Mm. I don't know, know if it's because I've seen Matt Damon and so many other things, and it's hard for me to believe when he gets angry and yelling at people. I just yeah. still smile and think he's just joking around or something. I would have loved to have seen someone a lot big. I would have uh, when I think gen- angry generals. I want to, and I've seen him as a general before, but I think of the guy from uh, the mailman from Funny Farm. Oh, yeah. Uh, he played a general once oh, in wow. uh, 13 days. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he played uh, Colonel LeMay, uh, a, true, a real life character. And uh, he was amazing as a general. I want to see this. This They could have, it would have been a great role for an unknown, but they put Matt yeah. Damon in the role. He wasn't bad yeah. in it, but he was the only one that I kind of, 
I, I could see the actual actor instead of right. the actual character. I saw a, a clip from an interview with him just the other day, and you know they were talking about um, what's the first one with him and Ben Affleck? Uh, Good Will Hunting. Yeah, yeah, they were. They they said, um, you know, what's like the most said phrase of your you know movie career? Yeah. You know how you like them apples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he starts to laugh, and he goes. That's what you'd think it would be, but more than anything, people tend to just come up to me and go, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my wife does. Uh, she does that every time I mention yeah. Matt Damon. I hear her in the background go, Matt Damon! In, in, in my head, in my inner dialogue, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just hear somebody say Matt Damon, and that's what made me think of it. Yeah. I hear somebody say it, and in my head, I just go, Matt Damon. <laughs> I like Matt Damon a lot of stuff. I don't want to shit on him at all, too. And, at all too. But I, I thought another actor might have been better in that particular role. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved it. It was basically, you know, they, they got Killian Murphy. And uh, like we said, Killian Murphy is a fucking star and he deserves everything he's got. He, he, he's, all, he's all of a sudden looks like an old man, too. I said, you guys have ignored this motherfucker for most of his 20s and 30s. Yeah. And now he's got great. He was up there last night with his gray hair and everything. Oh, wow. He's got to be close to being in his 50s now. Yeah. And uh, and I don't think he's even begun to do his quality stuff now. So we're going to see him do a whole bunch of shit. But it, it was like every moment being a three-hour movie. I think it was around three hours, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to show them build that town, you know, because they, uh, yeah. because they were like, all right, we got to get the team together. We got to get all the best scientists in the country working on this. And we got to get them all to this location yeah. in like New Mexico. We're going to build a town. We're going to bring all the scientists and their families there. Right. And that we're going to trust the, the science that when we start testing these things, that we will all be safe in this town and there won't be a, oh, like God. A, a fallout or a, yeah. like a cloud that's going to... And they were like, nope, we're all scientists. We all did the math. This is how... But what, what's crazy about uh, about what they were doing with this nuclear bomb, because it was all uh, theoretical science at that point, it wasn't actual practical science because it has never been tried before. Right, they never yeah. put this many atoms tightly oh, enclosed God. in this thing. And there was a moment where they were like, you know, there is a... <clears throat> yep. split chance that yep. we might set the atmosphere on fire yep. and blow the world up. Just the <clears throat> whole world destroyed. Yeah, and they were like, all right, I guess that's a chance we're willing to take because yeah. they did it. And uh, it, it's really, really fabulous. I, um, Like I said, my brother uh, would uh, would love this movie. It, it's definitely on... I can even say that it's on my, my brother's top 50 list and he hasn't even seen it yet. So hopefully he gets to check it out soon. Because, yeah, I, uh, it, the hype is real. It's If you want to... The whole Barbie, uh, Barbie Heimer thing. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see Barbie, it's that popcorn, just kind of fun, goofy-ass kind of shit. But Oppenheimer is a game changer, man. It's it's the clear-cut winner of the year uh, where you know it's going to get the best picture uh, Oscar. No other movie is going to even come close to winning best picture, best director, and best actor. I mean, all the other awards are kind of up for grabs when, it, when the Oscar season rolls on. That's why I love the Golden Globes because the Golden Globes – I think the Oscars aren't for another month, month and a half. Uh-huh. And the Golden Globes brings awareness to all these movies that we weren't even aware that they were around. Like right. the poor things, that Anatomy of the Fall, all these movies. Uh, Salt Burns, another one that I've been hearing so much about. And it gives me time to watch them now before the Oscars comes out. So hopefully when the Oscars rolls around, I, I will have seen all these movies. But yeah, expect good things from Oppenheimer. Does he say that like quote? I had to look it up, but it says, uh, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Mm. I'm wondering if he does say that. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that was. 
Yeah, this is one of the movies I bought on uh, like uh, before I even saw it. I knew I was gonna love it, so I just I just ended up buying it. So yeah, check out Oppenheimer. It's definitely high on my twenty twenty three list, and for most people, I think as well. Yeah, I definitely yeah. definitely wanted to see it. We just it's a commitment. I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. Too. I don't I think mean, so you either. have to rent it for uh, sure. Oh, wait, I think it might be. No, maybe it was Barbie. I wanted to say maybe it was on Max, but... Um, Barbie's definitely on Max. I think maybe it is on Max. If it is, it just came, because my mom would love to see it, and uh, I don't think it's... I don't think it was available yet. Then again, maybe it comes out tomorrow. That that That's classic Golden Globes, that they'll give awards, and a movie will drop the two days later on streaming service. Yeah, no, it says that it's... You're right. It's still for rent only. Yeah. Five ninety nine, which is still a great price. Same with uh, uh, one of my other movies that I'll talk about here soon, but I'll keep that quiet for now. All right, All right what do you got for your uh, for your number four? Oh wow! So I just got thrown a ringer here. I thought that this movie came out and I think it came out in theaters here in twenty twenty three. I had a problem with that too. I was going to talk about. I've already talked about it enough, and I know you're you're not the biggest fan of it, so I I wasn't going to bring it up. Was the Technically, Megan is actually a 2023 movie, even though I think it came in the theaters here in America in like December okay. of 2022. So I just yeah. left it off. Um, Speaking well, of which, Megan 2.0 is in production. <laughs> I'll go into that with a lighter <laughs> heart. Um, well, I'm going to, because I mean, this was a released in 2023 yeah, here. Yeah, do it, do it. I guess it was 2022 movie. Um, talk to me. Oh. Dude. Oh, that's probably because it came in Australia. Right, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it just <clears throat> came out recently. Have we talked about it since you've seen it? No. Okay. But we, yeah, we haven't Do you watch it in... with your girl? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is a this is a next level horror movie. So Dude, she's, she's was... up on her uh, her horror skills she, she She hit her eyes quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This is this is no hold punches movie, man. Yeah. I love this movie, uh, man. I I've mean... watched it twice so far, and I, I'm very eager to talk about it yeah absolutely i we mean can, we can spoil a little bit of it it's been out it's, hey it's, some places it was out in 2022 yeah so right don't give, a, don't give a shit about it yeah um i mean i don't really know kind of where to start there's a it's a group of people like and they have this hand that's like a ceramic didn't it hand. feel like how we were when we in the 90s when we were all getting together to do some weird drug or something yeah, like that i mean you know <laughs> it definitely had that feel to it you know and yeah it, it, i wish though I, I will say before we even get into it so okay so you you shake hands with this ceramic hand yep. and you say, talk to me. And instantly there's a dead person sitting right in front of you. Yep. And you don't know what they're going to look like. Different person every time. It's going to be, you know, anything like that. Um, and then you say, let me in. Mm -hmm. And they inhabit your body and... It can't go past 90 seconds. And they, like, their friends are like all around you watching you and they have you chained to the seat. Yeah. Not as well as they should have, for sure. Definitely and Some of not. the scenes, it, it worked out that way. Like the, when the teenager got possessed, man. It was, yeah. Man, there's some crazy stuff in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish, though, the only like I wish that I had with this movie is I wish you could see what they were seeing. Yeah. When they went to to wherever they went mm -hmm. because it was it was like a drug. When they when they came back, yeah. they were high. Like there was a point where they had done this several times mm -hmm. and now they're hanging out and they're all taking turns and time. That collage was yeah. great. Man. And they're and I mean and they are like rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they are definitely on some fucking Molly. Yeah. And you know, but all it is is from this, you know, 
hand that so they're the shaking. ceramic hand i love that they don't really go into they they go into it as much as oh we we knew a guy that that gave this to us yeah and now and that opening where you see that guy kind of lost his shit and, yeah. and killed his brother or stabbed his stabbed brother. Stabbed his brother. Yeah. But uh, now, I think his brother lived. His brother lived. Okay, yeah. He, because he, he stabbed his brother, then he killed himself. Yeah, God, dude. Yeah. That was a scene, too, man. Like, this is, I love the... Uh, the uh, the trans actor uh, actress in this was really good. She was one of the uh, ones that had the hand with the big tall black. Guy. Yeah. So it's uh, Zoe Tarakis. Sophie uh, Sophie Wilde is the, the main, uh, main character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so well done, man. I just love how it and the scene. We should talk a little bit about the scene. So they're all doing this and they're all getting a different experience out of it. But I love how they worked social media in on it. Yeah. Like at the very beginning of the movie, we're just seeing clips of videos that people are recording, which if this was a real life thing, you would think they would have made a rule. No cameras. Yeah. No cameras. Yeah, absolutely. Because this gets out, we're going to be in trouble. But yeah. it, it did make it for interesting uh, for the viewer to see that we were seeing glimpses of people with black eyes and they were doing something and they were talking about it like we don't know what they're referring to but they were like oh they're doing it at the party again we got to go to the party tonight yeah. i want to try it and we're yeah. like what the hell are they referring to until eventually it just became a group of those seven they were just like hogging yeah. it you know and it almost reminds me of like uh like the girl, what was her main name? Uh, the main girl, Sophie Wilde. Sophie is Mia. Is her uh, so she has a, a huge level of trauma in her life. Yeah, she's the one who should not be doing this. Which right. reminds me of like when we used to do acid back in the day, where we we're like, you know, <laughs> if you have some shit in your background yeah. or going on, don't do you, it. Don't do it. Yep. And she Why probably should not have done it. But she was the first to raise her hand. I want to do it and everything. And then when she did it, she had a great experience. Yeah. But when the teenager did it, the teenager just happened to be. The trauma she's dealing with is the death of her mother. Yeah. And she's kind of unclear if her mother committed suicide or if she was murdered or what yeah. happened to her. And then when the uh, the teenager, like, it could be any person in the world that these guys are conjuring up. And just out of nowhere, the, uh, when the teenage boy, who's actually friends with the, uh, the main character, too, when he does it... Uh, he clearly gets possessed by her mother. Yeah. And she's straight up talking to her mother and everything. So when they when they stop doing it, she is obsessed with getting to talk to her mother again. But let's talk about what happens to the teenager. Man. So, yeah. Wow. Well, also, um, when... So it's Alexandra Jensen is... She's his sister. Yep. And she's doing it. Yeah. And um, she starts saying, oh, he likes you. He likes you, yep. you know? Um, and so eventually I forget, damn, I forget who he was. Um, anyway, so eventually the kid's like 14 and you know, he does, he, his sister's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And it turns out that he's talking to her mother and she tells him that like, or he tells her, sorry, it's confusing because it's three different people. Um, you know, that like. It, things aren't the way that they seem about the way that I'm, yeah. you know, I've So she gone. wants it to go longer than the 90 seconds. Yeah. She, he, she, he's actually giving her information that she's been dying to get. Yeah. So when they try to pull it off of him, pull the hand away from him, that she was like, no, hold on for a little bit longer. And then yeah. they, it, it just goes far too long. And then something else takes over. Yeah. And they show him 
bang his head up against the fucking like counter Desk. all like oh. once upon a time in Hollywood style where he is fucking his face up oh and everything God, dude. and then it just gets even worse like he, when he's in the hospital and yeah. they're trying to uh, they, they're giving him the bath and everything and, yep. it, and it happens again yep. and he's you're like, oh my god, this is really fucking some evil shit. And yeah. then when you realize that she stole the hand and she's going to try to do it on her own and not have somebody do it with her, Ugh. and that and we're not going to talk about the very end, but that ending, man, Ugh, how, how great of a fucking ending! Was I that? loved that shit. That dude. ending was great. When it happens, you're like, oh shit, that's yeah. like back in the day yeah. being surprised. In it a was movie. good. They, they haven't done that type of ending in a long time where everyone didn't see it coming. Yeah. You, <clears throat> but oh man, it was a fabulous, fabulous. It was movie. so good, dude. Your girl liked it too. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those movies that you uh, you don't expect, and I think a lot of people. I had to watch it uh, with subtitles on, though, because very strong Australian accents. Uh, very strong. I can't remember if we did or not, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely had some strong Australian accents where you were like, "What the fuck are they saying here?" Yeah. It's an Australian film for sure. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it would have been called "Let Me In" if they hadn't already had that vampire movie called "Let Me In." Oh, that's but, right. Yeah. Talk to me works just as well too. So. Yeah, check it out. If you're into good horror movies, unique horror movies, uh, something you haven't seen before, where it's based mainly on scares and not as much on the violence, there's definitely some violence, like when the kid's bashing his head in and everything. Oh, it man. Violent, yeah, man. Or just the makeup of what he looks like afterwards. Yeah. After doing it, like his eye is completely blacked over. And yeah. It's, it's just Swollen crazy, shut. Man. He must have had a blast doing it, man. Oh, I yeah. I watched the documentary. Everyone seemed like they had a fucking blast. People oh, I forget bet. that some of the best movies to do are horror yeah how yeah. much fun did we have doing project oh, Special, shit, dude. that I was mean, so much fun it, it nothing seems as fake when you're doing it yeah and then it's weird when you actually put it out and people are actually frightened by it they yeah. probably be like really we, we didn't, I didn't scare us at all yeah <laughs> yeah yeah did you ever get to see that totally killer it didn't make my list it's gonna make my honor uh honorary list that's the one with karen shipka uh about the time travel, uh, she's got to stop the serial. No, I, you in told the 1980s. me. Yeah, yeah, or I heard you talk about it. Yeah, <clears> yeah. yeah. On that one, that <clears throat> one sounds like hot tub time machine with yeah, a yeah, murder yeah. aspect yeah. to it. I'm all about very that. funny. Yeah, put that on my to watch list <clears throat> here. Sorry, drink some water. What's here. that one called? Again? <clears throat> uh, killer, totally killer, totally killer. Very funny. A lot more funny than horror. I think you and your girl would both really enjoy it. Nice. All right. One of my next movies here, which is still, for some reason, not streaming on anything, but I watched it in the theater, and I've been holding out renting it again because I know I'm just going to buy it once uh, I see somebody drop the Blu-ray for a decent price. And it was so fucking good. Was Mission Impossible Dead Record. I haven't seen that yet. It's so good because it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah. You, uh, well, I should have bought it over Christmas. You can over, rent it. But... Over Christmas, you could have rented it for five nine nine or bought it for nine ninety nine. Oh, I wow. should have bought it for nine ninety nine because now it's back to twenty four ninety nine to purchase. So uh, I'm still holding out for the Blu-ray, but it was so good. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Mission Impossible movies, it's it's one of the few franchises that gets better. Every one they do. Yeah. If you go back and try to watch those Mission Impossible movies, those early ones suck. Yeah. They suck. Yeah. They like were the good when they first came the out. The first yeah. one was really good because it was Brian De Palma and it was clever and it was quirky and it had him fall below the, uh, you know, he had to the have wire. his temperature right and catching the sweat yeah. before it hits the ground and it was very uh, uniquely done. Uh, but two and three sucked ass, man. If you go back <laughs> and watch those, yeah. they're not good. Yeah. Not until Ghost Protocol came out did they start getting next level. Yeah. And I think that's because that's when Christopher McQuarrie started directing them. Mm. Uh, I cannot wait until this new one 
comes out the part two, yeah, which I think they've actually renamed, which has pissed a lot of people off because huh. they've, they've now we've got Dead Reckoning Part One and they have and there's nothing and there's Mission Impossible something something else something there is else no part two with well, no part two maybe right. that means they're going to extend it to a third and then Whatever. make that part two I loved it the stunts were next fucking level uh, great one of my favorite actresses that I I loved on um, when I was really into a lot of the Marvel TV shows uh, Haley Atwell is the star of this that name's very she's familiar. amazing I love her uh, she's one of my favorite actresses right now and she played uh, Agent Carter you know the one that married uh, Captain America or Captain America's last okay, love yeah. she was in a little bit she was in Endgame and uh, those I think you saw her in Endgame but she didn't really do a whole lot but there was a series for a while called Agent Carter yeah where maybe one or two seasons and she was awesome I love her uh, and she was so good in this movie as like the thief that he was looking for. And they were all after this. The main premise of Dead Reckoning is AI taking over. Huh. Like th- there's moments. What a coincidence. Yeah, I know. It's it's very interesting. And, and to the point where uh, Simon Pegg is like, you know, Simon Pegg does his things where he's talking to Tom Cruise as he's running and go right, go yeah. left and everything. And all of a sudden you hear Tom, uh, Simon Pegg, you're looking at Simon Pegg and you hear Simon Pegg's voice telling him to go places. Oh, wow. And it's not Simon Pegg. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, I'm not the one talking to him. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And they, they use Ving Rhames really well in it. But some of the stunts, man. Like the one that everyone saw is him going over the cliff with the uh, motorcycle. motorcycle. yeah. I think they actually released a... Uh, because I had seen it before I saw the movie in the theater. It was like a 15-minute clip where they actually showed how you, how they did it, and mm-hmm. they were prepping for it, and they showed him going over it, and it's still just as impressive as ever that uh, Tom Cruise is doing this shit. Yeah, it's crazy. But the train sequence at the end was awesome, awesome, man. Where yeah. Everything happened on the train sequence. They really used those masks really well. That uh, there's, a, there's two, other than Haley Atwell, there's two other really great uh, actresses in this movie. Which is weird. I should mention. I'm not sure we're using the word actress anymore. Oh, really? Because in the uh, Golden Globes last night, they're not, now the uh, for the categories they're calling them female actors. Okay. Which which could get complicated when they actually nominate a non-binary for yeah. someone. They're going to wish they had kept it with actors. Yeah. Uh, but for now, I guess they're going to keep it. Maybe it's just the Golden Globes. It's interesting if to see if they do it with the Oscars. Yeah. Too, but. Uh, the other two female actresses in the movie, it's going to take me a while to get on that uh, train there. But uh, one of them is the one from Guardians of the Galaxy that has the antenna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know what her name is, like Palm something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Palm. It's She's got a very unique name. Mm, uh, thanks a lot, Paul. It's yeah. Palm Clementiaf. Yeah. She's amazing. She's one of the villains in the movie, and you rarely get to see her without that makeup from Guardians of the Galaxy on it. She's very striking, and she's great in this movie. Yeah, I definitely would and not the, have known that. And the her. other girl in this movie is the super tall blonde. What is her name? Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, nope. Vanessa. Uh, it's, it's the Vanessa girl. Kirby. Yeah, Vanessa Kirby. She is so great in this movie. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson was in the previous Mission Impossible also, and she's always good. She was good in that. Uh, did you ever get to see uh, the Shining remake, uh, or not the remake, the sequel? What was it called? Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Yeah. She was the one with the hat. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she was, was great. That was one of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. She was evil as fuck in that yeah. movie. Yeah. When they were tearing that little kid apart at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I still remember that scene so well. 
Uh, so Rebecca Ferguson's always great in the Mission Impossible movies, but Vanessa Kirby was so good in it. And there was a great scene at the end where Haley, uh, or towards the end, where Haley Atwell had to wear a Vanessa Kirby mask. Ah. So we're actually, when you're watching it, Vanessa Kirby is actually doing the role because yeah. obviously that's how they're gonna they're gonna film it. Yeah. So we get to see Vanessa Kirby playing Haley Atwell, uh, like. And it, it's a very unique take on it because Vanessa Kirby is kind of this uptight kind of uh, aristocrat woman. And now she's got to play uh, the kind of uh, uh, Haley Atwell character. And Haley Atwell is like a thief that's not necessarily a bad guy. She's kind of on Tom Cruise's side, but they're both kind of fighting for the same technology and everything. She's Catwoman. Yeah, she's kind of like Catwoman yeah. in, that, in that way and everything. And she's awesome in this movie too, man. She, she, When I came out of this movie, I was like, man, I love Haley Atwell, man. Haley Atwell is so fucking good in this movie. So I can't wait to see what she does too. But yeah, when when it finally becomes available on streaming or rent it, rent it for five ninety nine. you're going to have a fucking blast with this movie, man. You would love it because it's got like that John Wick style uh, action sequences, the... They have a great, I think it's in Venice, where they do the car chase with that little kind of smart car where they're going oh, down yeah. the steps and shit like that. And he's doing wheelies and everything. The And Tom Cruise is great, man. People give Tom Cruise shit. That motherfucker can put out good movies, and he's very likable in his movies. They're man. entertaining as can be. He, it's weird watching a Tom Cruise movie because you don't get to see it. Most of his movies aren't dealing with him as a heartthrob, you know? Yeah. Sex is, like, not even in the realm of possibility when Tom Cruise is in the movie. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, he's a good-looking guy. They could e- easily, like, shift to that angle where... You, when's the last love scene you've seen Tom Cruise? Yeah, can't think he, of it. He doesn't do him, man. I think he almost takes that element out of the movie where he's like, I'm just the main character. I've got a mission, and it's impossible, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> Uh, and it, it's a very satisfying movie, and I, I left thinking it was the best Mission Impossible movie, and I couldn't wait to see That's the awesome. one. That's so awesome, yeah. check it out for sure. Hell yeah. Um, well, let's go with uh, another horror movie here. I had two nice. on the look, list look this Justin year. Look at picking horror movies. Right? Um, Evil Dead Rise. Man, this is my cousin's favorite movie oh, of the year, man. Dude, this was my cousin so has seen fucking this, good. My cousin has seen this movie so many times. Now, did your girl see this one? No. Yeah. No, this one this staying <laughs> off could, the I list. Could, yeah. I could see by the way you responded that <laughs> this would not do well. No, no, we're not doing that A lot that of people one. that have a hard time with horror movies, they specifically have a hard time with possession movies. That's, yeah, possession like, and evil, kids. Well, even though there, Talk To Me was a possession movie, but it was there was a... A slightly fun element to talk to me, yeah. Even though there was some good horror stuff involved, where Evil Dead was just pure evil yeah. through the whole movie. But also there was young kids, in and Evil there were Dead, young kids, and they were know? good, man. Yeah, uh, they were like, so good in this movie. I've, I've seen a lot of make the making of this movie too, and they also look like they had fun in this movie. But uh, this was so well cast, and I, I'm looking forward to talk about it. So why don't you start it off with some yeah. Evil Dead Rise. So uh, the the cold open for this. The cold opening is, it really lets you know what you're in store for. <sighs> it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't have we to We can describe. spoil a few elements of this movie, and I mean, they basically scalp, she scalps someone's fucking head. Yeah. Top of their head off. Yeah, and the other one you don't, and then she rips the other one's head off and throws it from underwater onto the dock, and then she floats. One of the best title sequences yeah. of the year. Yeah, absolutely. She, she floats above the water, and then the, with a loud bang with the soundtrack, the boards so huge come up. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, oh, I was like, so oh, good. Holy crap, man! 
So um, then it cuts to, and it says the previous day. Yep. Um, and it cuts to the this family, you know, living in an apartment. Um, Very likable. They got a lot of good character development up before things went to hell. Yeah. Um, literally. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, and so it's a sister and a brother and their mom. I don't think the dad's in the picture. And a little kid. A little sister, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very sweet. It, very much like when you're uh, when you're watching a movie with a cute, like, golden retriever in it, and you're like, they killed this golden retriever. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah. done with this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. That little kid in this movie was the same way. I was like, yeah. they killed that little blonde girl. Yeah. I'm going to lose I'm my shit done. because she is so sweet, yeah. and they can't kill this little blonde girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the part where the, at the door... Oh, oh man, so that's good. so good. This is such a great so movie. Good. I need to rewatch this this yeah. weekend. I started to the other day, and yeah. then I was just like, I can't get sucked into this right now. Yeah. Like, I got too many other things uh, to do. That main girl, the main mom, has such unique features. I think that just makes her extra creepy when yeah. they turn her in the elevator. When she gets turned in the elevator, and it's such a ah, uh, this is such a horrible thing for like the kids to see their mom who has been their protector yeah. and uh, sweetest person to them their entire life turn and they have nobody to turn to. Now yeah. now they have to just rely on each other and their their maybe fucked up aunt. Yeah. Who, who was great in the movie too. I loved her. She basically played the Ash type character in this movie. Yeah. Now, I guess um, Bruce Campbell made an appearance. It says he's in here as the priest. Yeah. It was a very, no, he, it was just his voice. He's oh, the, is that He's what the it voice is? on that record. Oh, yeah, that's Bruce okay. Voice. I got you. Yeah. Well, and of course you got to mention, you know, it's the, it's the Necronomicon, right? Yep. Necronomicon. Yeah. Um, These are somewhat connected. All the evil dead universes. I know you were telling me about a theory about all three of the universes connecting because yep. each one is a different book. Yeah. If they can get Bruce to come back, you which know, he will. he will. I mean, he I will. could call him right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's saying he's not going to, but that's bullshit. He will definitely come back, especially if they make the script good enough where they can have, because they've got that girl. I mean, they've got Bruce. And in the 19, it wasn't 19, it was like 2013 version yeah. that came out, which was really fucked up. Do you see that version where the, uh, the girl cut her fucking mouth in the bathroom? That's the most uh, memorable scene. I think so. That's the one in the rain at the end with the... Oh, yeah, with the chainsaw. chainsaw? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the yeah. girl from uh, Don't Breathe, the original. Don't oh, Breathe, really? Who Who is the survivor of that. Okay. So we've got Bruce, we've got her, and then we have that girl yeah. uh, that survives this one. Right. And if they all come together, oh man, that would be great. So just another interesting side note. I saw a video with uh, Bruce Campbell the other day, and it was one of those like, oh, this is a theory of like, this person really exists in this world, and this world, and this world. And he goes, all of my characters are the same person. They all exist in a different <laughs> in a different dimension, but it's all still the same character. It was just a really interesting way that he put it. You know, to it was a great video together. that was put out after this movie was premiered. At, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure where it was premiered. I think it was one of the Austin Film Festivals where they played it for the whole audience. And I don't. I think it was one of those things where they didn't know they were going to play it. Like, hey, we have the oh, new Evil Dead Rise for you. Yeah. Surprise. And uh, they played it, and everyone was shocked. And then one person, and they, this was on video. You can actually pull this up. One video uh, of it showed somebody in the theater say, the movie sucked. And uh, Bruce Campbell said, hey, get the fuck out of here. Oh, nice. And they, the guy literally stood up, and everyone was quiet as he walked out of the theater. Oh, and wow. he's still screaming as he's leaving and everything, and everyone's booing him and everything. And once he leaves, they start. Because it was like a Q&A yeah. thing that he decided to make the whole thing about him. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. 
So we should talk about like maybe a couple of the possessions, like the teenage daughter one. Yeah. My God, she's in the kitchen and they have the cheese grater and. Oh, that oh cheese God, grater, man. bro. Like, they could have even have taken it next level. Yeah. I'm glad they did. Oh, but, God, I just made my leg fucking twitch. And if you haven't <laughs> seen it, the cheese grater, it's exactly what you think it is. You know, um, I mean, like all Evil Dead movies. People read from the book or they play a recording of somebody reading from the book yeah. and it brings the evil alive and they should not have done Never read from the book. Did yeah. you not pay attention? Do not read from the book. Yeah. Did you not pay attention during <laughs> Brandon Fraser's mummy? Yeah. You know, don't read from the book. Yeah. And bad things will happen. Right. And that's what happens. And everyone starts getting possessed. And that's what was great about it was the fact that you thought, ah, they're not going to possess the teenagers, man. I mean, they're not going to. And the teenagers get possessed, man, yeah. in an evil, fucked up way. Yeah. And I don't know how much blood they use for this movie, but a lot. Uh, yeah, that scene in the parking garage at the end—they yeah. must have just pumped it. In, yeah, man. gallons upon gallons of blood, man. What was your favorite stuff uh, from this movie? My favorite stuff from the movie is all outside the door through the peephole. Uh, the guy with the shotgun, the neighbor with the shotgun. Yeah, you know, and just like the interactions from out there, and that oh. man when the mom is talking to the little blonde girl yeah. through the door and yeah. the little girl is about to open the door oh, and everything God. Like, oh do it it's not your mom yeah oh. Oh, yeah i just it was such a fun uh, I, I say fun but i mean like it was gripping it was like it had you on the edge of your seat it was entertaining yeah it was like, the best horror movie to come out the it last was 10 years. fucking good yeah, dude. it was really good yeah and uh i really hope that little blonde girl's mom was on the set <laughs> the yeah, whole time. I absolutely. guarantee she was because uh, there was some horrifying stuff that they had to shield this girl from for yeah. sure. But she probably had a blast. <clears throat> I love it. My cousin uh, at like Halloween played it in one room of his house on like a loop. So every time he walked by, there was a different part of like uh, Evil Dead Rise playing. Oh, nice. <clears throat> All right. Let me take another drink of water before I lose my voice. <laughs> Otherwise, y'all are going to just be stuck listening to me. <clears throat> I know, man. All right. <laughs> let me look at my list here. The next one, I just showed Justin the trailer for this. And this one is available on Hulu if anyone wants to watch it. And I highly recommend watching it. If you are into high-level sci-fi, this is one of the best I've seen in the last uh, 5, 10 years. Is 2023's The Creator. Oh, yeah. Now, I remember seeing the trailer in the movie theater when I went and saw either Mission Impossible or one of the movies I saw earlier in the year. And I thought it looked unique, for sure. So wait, was this released in theaters? Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It came in theaters and then uh, probably for three or four weeks and then it went to Hulu. So Gotcha. <clears throat> it stars uh, John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's son, who has done lots of good stuff. He's Tenet, also from Tenet, Tenet right? Being one he's of your, so uh, fucking good, man. He, he's really good. He, he is going to be a superstar like his dad, and uh, he's very believable, and he, I, he has paid attention to whatever his dad has told him over the years. Uh so the premise of this is almost like a different level of Terminator 2 Judgment Day where the machines are taking over. So this is AI taking over. And it's, it, it's in the future, so AI is already... Uh, it, it's not. It's gone beyond them just being in the surface industry type robots. Right. They are working every aspect of life. Aliens are taking over, and at AI. some point, I'm oh, sorry, not aliens. <laughs> AI take over, and they launch a nuclear bomb into LA. Damn. Because obviously humans cannot take care of themselves, and the AI thought it was the smart thing to do was to kill the humans. Man. So when the movie starts, it is humans against AI. And they recruit David, uh, John David Washington, and they're like, all right, 
what we need you to do is, uh, and at the very beginning of the movie, we see some backstory with him and his wife. Uh, him and his wife are uh, are in love together. She's this pretty Asian woman. I'm sure you got her name right there. Gemma Chan. Yeah, she's awesome. She was the girl in uh, Midsommar that was with Chris Pine. Uh, she was Chris Pine's wife in uh, not Midsommar. Don't worry, darling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and she's the one who stabbed Chris Pine in the stomach. Yeah. Uh, she was very good in this movie. So her and uh, John David Washington are in love. She's pregnant with their child, and they are separated, and she is uh, killed, and he is completely distraught. Absolutely. He's lost his wife. He's lost his unborn child. And little uh, does he know that the child was taken from the mother and cloned and turned into what is becomes the strongest weapon in the universe. Oh, wow. It's a weapon that can control all AI on its own, but it's also an AI that can grow. So what we're seeing now is the kid as this, whoever plays this little kid is phenomenal. We're going to see her go on to major stuff too. Uh, um, was her name Alfie? Must be. Okay, so it's Madeline Yuna Voiles. Yeah, she probably doesn't look anything. In this movie, she's got like half a head. Like the front of her head looks human, and in the back of her head, she's got like this rotating circle kind of thing going on uh, to make her look very robotic. Okay. You remember recently there was the advertising thing at with the MLB where – Maybe you didn't see this. They were doing videos where they're like, oh, AI is taking over. And it, the people looked just like like, this. like the <clears throat> huh. kid does. I just realized that. Huh. It's an interesting thing. Remember they did the same thing with Smile? They had the people sit yeah. behind home plate that's right, and that's just right, smile right. the entire time. Oh, so it was a prom- power of a promo. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, they they were like making videos saying like this is you know this person isn't real. They're an AI huh. person, and they looked just like that. Their makeup looked just like that, and they were doing like the twitch like a robot does. Nice. You know, um, well, there's some people in this movie that looked straight up like robots, and others looked straight like humans. And they were kind of they did a really good world building of everything. So when he goes and he is hired by the military to find this weapon that can control all AI and end the war. And when he finds the weapon, he doesn't realize it's like a 10-year-old little kid. That's crazy. Not realizing at this point that it's also a clone of his child. So wow. uh, so it almost seems like his kid. So the, a lot of the movie is him traveling with this little kid and uh, becoming close to the little kid the little kid's very curious and becomes close to him and they become inseparable to the point where it's very emotional towards the end yeah you don't want to see anything happen to the father or to the little kid you yeah. want them to be together and they do a lot of great scenes where they're ripped apart and the kid's crying yeah and uh you gotta save me and it's it's so good and they they go into a lot of like a lot of the stuff that i like about sci-fi movies where they they go into the underground where yeah. there's a group of underground uh, rebels. renegades and yeah. rebels that are yeah. helping him and everything and there were a lot of people that help uh help the little kid get to the next level where uh in but what the kid can do is the kid has the ability to just like hold her hands out and shut down like an EMP almost. Yeah. Well, it will shut down all the AI in like uh, a 300 yard radius or something like that. Probably like electronics and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just fascinating, dude. Fascinating. One of the best characters in the movie too is, uh, you know who Allison Janney is? Uh, I have her picture right here. Yeah. She's, She's a stand-up comedian, really. Not yeah. she's not a stand-up comedian, but she's she plays in that show Mom with Anna Faris 
and she played uh, uh, Tanya Harding's mom in that I Tanya movie. She she played. Uh, she was in the Help. Yeah, she was in the Help. She was in the Howard Stern movie, The Private Parts. She's been around forever. We've always we've kind of grown up watching Allison Janney. And she is like one of the head of the military in this movie. So she is like geared up with weapons going in. And she's kind of sadistic where she does not give a shit if this little kid is part human or whatever. She wants to kill every AI that's around. Oh, wow. And uh, so there's a whole element with her and her partner are going around trying to kill every AI. And it's really fascinating, man. Like every other movie now, it's probably two and a half hours to to three hours long yeah 213 213 yeah it's kind of become popular now that movies are over two hours now where it was like hour and 45 minutes yeah good tight hour and 45 i I agree i mean well certain movies you know horror movies comedies hour and a half hour and 45 yeah you want to make a big time drama all right you can push 245 three if you're scorsese you can do four no one else can but um, question, who was Ken Watanabe? Oh, Ken Watanabe was AI. He was oh, really? really good. Like oh, he only cool. had the front part of his face and the back of his head was gone. That's awesome. And he was one of the military guys that was fighting for the AI. Uh-huh. And oh, wow. it, it, it was weird because there was, there was like a cross between is the AI really bad or is it the humans that are really bad here? Right. Maybe the AI is the way to, to go on here. So uh, uh, very much like in Avatar, you know, how uh, he, he ended up kind of siding more with the, uh, with the I don't know, who what were the creatures from Avatar called? Uh, I can't remember Damn. now. Uh, well, but you know how he sided with them yeah. more than the humans. Similar to this where once J- John David Washington... The, the Navi. The Navi. Yeah. Once uh, John David Washington kind of hung out with a little kid and then with uh, Ken Watanabe and all these people, he kind of was more on their side than the military that sent yeah. them there. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was fascinating. Gotta dude. be, because he's fucking great, man. Love the creator. Check out the creator. It's available for free on Hulu. Most people have Hulu, so check it out. All right. Um, this one came out early 2023. We had to look it up to make sure that it did qualify, yeah. and it does. Um, came out in February. Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin. I, I'd go back and forth with this movie. I, yeah, you know? I know you weren't a big, huge fan of it. I fucking loved it, dude. That's great. Yeah. I, I wish I loved it as much as you did. Uh, I, I have a problem with a lot of M. Night movies and everything. As far as the M. Night movies go, this one wasn't on the lower end of him it was kind of for me it was right in the middle there yeah uh it wasn't as good as six cents or unbreakable to no, me but it was not, not as horrible as lady in the lake or the uh the one with mark Wahlberg playing a nuclear scientist with <laughs> the one with the bees yeah i um, can't remember that i can't either Damn, it was i did like uh old though old i liked i'd say I this did one like old. i'd say this one and old are kind of on yep. par i liked old a lot of people didn't like old i liked old a lot actually yeah. that was kind of like right under uh, unbreakable for me. Yeah. But I didn't like... Uh, the Happening is the one you're thinking That's of. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did like Split, but did not like Glass. Yeah. Um, and then we're the last one. It's one that I don't the like, visit, but most people that do. There was another one he did. Oh, The Village. The Village, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Village I, is one of those ones that's like this. There's, there's so many good parts to it, but there's so many stupid parts at the yeah, same time. Yeah. So you, you kind of have to weigh what's good and what's not. So I, I'm going to be a little bit spoilery yeah. here because you kind of have to get into it a little bit, you know, like, um, but I won't give away like ending, yeah, you yeah. know, um, decisions made or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that. Um, I like the premise, 
But the problem is to, to, to stick with the rules that they're coming up with just kind of complicates the story a little bit for me. Yeah, by chance, and I'm just skipping to the end, but not the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, did you ever happen to see or, or find out how the book ended? Oh, yeah. I know yeah. how the book ended. That's a cool fucking ending. Yeah. I, I kind of wish... I think wish people got pissed I because kinda, yeah. he didn't end it that way, and I actually think I would have liked it more yeah. if it ended like the book did. That would have been crazy. Yeah, it would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think they thought audiences could handle it. They ended it with a little kind of a happy note where in the book it was straight up yeah. dark. I, I would have liked to have seen it end that way, yeah. honestly. I like dark endings, though. I man. was I was somewhat okay with how they portrayed the ending, uh, you know, um, but I would have been more satisfied yeah. the other way around. So Speaking of Harry Potter, Rupert Grit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, Ron Weasley himself. Exactly. And he was great in this, yeah, dude. Yeah, he was great. He it's was one of the only great. things I've seen him in other than Harry Potter. It yeah. is the only thing I've seen him in. I, random Harry Potter thing now. Um, I'm doing good with these interjections. Um, <laughs> we saw a, a video yesterday, and I think it was a fake trailer, but it was like Harry Potter was like a dad now, and... He had, I don't know, it might be real. I'm not sure. Um, but it was like Harry Potter was grown up and has kids. I think that th- that is the one that's on Broadway. I, um, maybe they'll eventually make that in the movie. I know there was a... Uh, I mean, this was him there and was Harry Potter and the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child <clears throat> is something that I think is on Broadway that people have been watching and talking I don't know. about. I'll have to show you because like Malfoy's in it and he's yeah. talking about his son's been kidnapped and stuff like that. And like, it definitely is probably fake because I don't think that kid's acting well, much anymore. It looks fucking amazing, yeah, 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 by yeah, the yeah. way. I mean, they could um, still go back into that world. If J.K. Rowling hadn't, hadn't opened her fucking mouth yeah. and fucked her career up, uh, I think they could have taken that into levels yeah. like... Uh, beyond Hogwarts and all that type of stuff. And it could have gone for, forever. And I would have been because me and Justin were talking, I think before we start, pushed record that we're kind of both going through the Harry Potter films right now. Yeah. For me, for the f- fourth time for Justin, for, I think you've seen bits and pieces, but bits never all the way through. Yeah. Ah, such a satisfying series, man. Yeah. It, it, from beginning to end, completely satisfying. I'll be rewatching it my entire life. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. So, uh, Back to Ron Weasley. Yeah, Ron Weasley's in this one. Batista. Um, yeah, dude, this is my favorite role he's yeah. done. I, this and the Blade Runner. Uh, this Blade Runner and Hotel Artemis. Yes. Yeah. I agree uh, with that those are, I, I love him as Drax. But, I do too. But. but man, is he good in those yeah. three roles. Oh, when you he's know? talking to the little girl in the woods at the beginning of this movie, yeah. I thought I was going to love this oh, movie. I'm God, like, uh, I was like, ah, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, so there's a, a family, it's, it's two dads and a, and a little girl and they are at a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Um, and the little girl, um, her name is Kristen Cooey, yep. C-U-I. Um, she's basically out in the front yard. They're at this cabin in the woods. They're just on like Airbnb vacay, yep. you know? Um, and at one point she's out in the front yard and she's collecting grasshoppers and, fucking Batista just shows up, you know, like just right there in the woods. And he's very calm. He's very nice. He's being honest. You know, he raises his voice through the whole movie. I think he's, he's somewhat calm. Yeah. Because he, it's, it's like, I know how fucking huge and intimidating I look. So I have to make it a point 
to never threaten yeah, yeah, anybody yeah. because like if I raise my voice, people will be scared of me, yeah. you know, and it turns out that he's like a third grade teacher yeah. or something like that. Um, but so he's talking with the little girl and then three more people show up. Yeah. Um, and the little girl kind of runs inside. She tells her dads. And from there, it just kind of takes off. They all kind of surround the cabin and they tell them that, like, they're here for a reason. They can't leave. The fate of the world is at stake. Yeah. They're you know? basically kind of the embodiment of the four, four horsemen, horsemen of the yeah. apocalypse. Ugh. And uh, what they claim to them that one of you guys, and this is what they kind of kept out of the trailer from us, but it's not overly spoilery because the whole movie kind of hinges on this whole idea yeah. that they, one of the three needs to willingly give their life avail, uh, give their life yeah. or the end of the world will happen. Yeah. But they, they can't kill themselves. One of the other people has to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're either going to have to kill your husband or kill your child. Yeah. Basically. And, and I mean, <clears throat> you know, well, no, I won't, I won't express opinions, uh, cause I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, and they uh, is is it it's not a series of four days is it it's just it, it, i think it's like two or three days yeah it's like two or three days yeah it's not that long so batista like breaks down the rules to him yeah. like you have to make this choice if you don't make this choice something will something awful like will happen tsunamis to, will happen will happen to all of the humanity. planet yeah. you know um and they're actually showing them like when they like one of the horsemen dies. Like yeah. one of the horsemen dies, and then they show. Well, now you've done it, and they've shown the TV, and this is what happened because you guys have made that choice. Yeah, and I don't know what they're showing on TV, but it's, it's something like a flood or something. Yeah, one's an earthquake that leads to like a tsunami. Yeah. Um, I won't say because I really loved the reveal when he talked about the sky falling like glass. Yeah. Like that was, that was one of the, if you didn't do it by this point, there was, so there was four chances to be able to do this. And each chance that you didn't take had a different penalty to the earth yeah. and, and to people, you know, um, and they're not sure. Wait, is this pre-recorded stuff you're showing us on TV? Yeah. This can't possibly be real. Obviously these are smart, logical people and they don't believe. Yeah. I mean, and and I, I won't say which characters either, you know, um, every time that they choose not to sacrifice slash kill one of them, one of these people who have all had visions, yeah. they don't know each other. It's it's very um, uh, the one with Richard Dreyfuss, do, 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 do. Oh, uh, Close yeah. Encounters, Close encounters yeah. where they all have the vision. And he's making the mashed potatoes. And yeah. He's like, I know this place, you know, they all have visions that brought them there kind of separately. I think they did meet up at like a forum online or something. Yeah. But and there were a couple of good things that that M. Night did add into this that made the the uh, the couple and their kid question if this is real or not, because remember they had a incident with the Rupert Grint character earlier in their lives where the two, the gay couple went to a bar and was like, uh, had a hate crime yeah. performed against them again by Rupert Grint. Yeah. Remember the point where I think they went to court over it or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, Which that was one of my first problems with it. Why they didn't recognize Rupert Grit the second he came into the house. Like, well, hey, that's the guy who hate crimed us. Well, it's a bit of a spoiler, I think. Is it? I can't remember. But I remember the fact that uh, he was connected. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I can't. I because I I really like it. it I. I enjoyed every. I know. I know this wasn't on your top, and that's yeah, yeah. you know, and that's cool, man. Like I thoroughly enjoyed this, and little tiny. I things, might enjoy it more if I watched it a second time, and I I'm not against watching it a second yeah, time. Yeah, th- there's little tiny things that, and I'm, I'll remind you know we can discuss further off yeah, yeah, the, yeah. off yeah. record. Um, but there's little tiny things that tie in to kind of like okay. you know create that web. Um, and I really liked the suspense of the movie, but mm. one of their tasks was each of them had to form like a weapon you know they yeah. had to like forge a weapon of their own and every time these people don't sacrifice themselves these people have to be killed with their weapon yeah and i mean and what it comes down to is did they are they telling the truth or are they not telling the right truth? yeah because what was great about what was great about the movie is as we have seen clearly over these last couple of years is that people online can be really tricked into believing weird shit. Oh yeah. I mean we think of the 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 pizza gate and all this weird yeah. fucking shit that yeah. just what what you would consider normal logical people are just buying into. Right. And is this one of those things? Is yeah. this one of those things that these guys all met on a chat room and they were like we're conspiracy theorists. We think it's the end of the world and right. we're all feeding into that. So. Or were they actually sent, you know, yeah. and yeah, dude, it is for me, it was a really fun ride. I do wish, and I, I'm, you know, the ending's fine. I got no real issues with the ending, but when I found out what the alternate ending yeah. was, I yeah, was like, yeah. "Oh man!" I like. I, I don't know if they thought that audiences couldn't handle that because of the what actually happens, but I love. I do. I think I, I would have a lot liked it a lot more if they ended it that way because the way they ended it. And you know they had the song on the on the in the truck and everything, and you're yeah. like, oh, come on, yeah, yeah. I I mean they ended that just so people wouldn't be pissed off leaving the theater. But I I was upset once, like you, once I saw the what they changed. Yeah. And if you're a reader of the book, you know you don't want to do that and to the people who that, read the book. Man. That's the thing. I think <clears throat> I think that I was satisfied with the ending when it happened. Because I didn't know that there was another ending yeah, to it. Yeah. And, you know, and I wanted to, like, just kind of see, like, make sure that I understood. Okay, so I looked up the ending or whatever, and that's where they talk about the alternate ending from yeah. the book. And I'm just like, oh, that would have been way better. Yeah, it's one you of know? those things, man, that uh, and, and I feel for them because I used to read a lot of novels, too. And uh, nothing is worse than them changing a major point for somebody that loves this story so much. I mean, maybe that was supposed to be his twist. Yeah. Oh, oh I took you got you uh, readers for a ride when you thought it was going to like this. It's yeah. Gonna like that. Yeah. You know, no, I, I think that's why a lot more people are pissed than you think. But all right. My final one. And this was one that was potentially going to be on yours, too. And I am so thrilled that you actually had seen it. I've seen this movie four times so far. I saw it in the theater. I watched it again when I first got it on um, Blu-ray, and then I watched it twice last week because mm-hmm. I just love it so much, man, is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's what I finished today. Oh, God, man, yeah. I love that movie, man. So fucking I love that good, movie. Dude. I almost cry every fucking time at the end of that movie, too. Yeah. All four times. Yeah. When, and it's not really a spoiler, but when Karen Allen uh, walks through the door, man, I there's something that Indy does... Uh, at the very end, yeah. that's so subtle that I don't think I even caught it on the first viewing. Uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll lead up to it. I'll yeah, t- I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I'm so, right there with you. And and then you liked it then? Oh, I loved uh, it, dude. I this fucking is, loved this it. This was so good, man. I, they really nailed 
the digital faces, first of all. Yeah. The whole beginning of the movie was uh, they de-aged Harrison Ford. Yeah. And... It's straight up good now, man. I remember when it. We remember Robert Downey Jr. and the first time they tried to do it with yeah. like the Avengers, yeah. where it was like eh, you could tell he's kind of digitally de-aged here. Right. Where when we're watching Indy at the beginning of this movie, and they de-aged Mads too, and you couldn't even tell that yeah. one. No. Uh, and I love the opening. That whole train sequence is yeah. so fucking good. And then it leads. I love the fact that they do not shy away from the fact that they show him being old. Old and cranky. Yeah, oh, I love it. I, I love yeah. it. Right when they uh, end that beginning opening and they bring us to the present time, which is uh, 1969, the astronauts just landed from the moon and they're doing a parade through New York City. Mm-hmm. And we see Indiana Jones wake up in just his boxer shorts. And he still looks good for somebody who's like 78. Yeah. But he looks old to us. Yeah. And he's just cranky and he's angry at his neighbors being too loud. And yeah. he goes downstairs with a bat and he's beating on the door. And they were like, turn on the turn on the TV, old man or something. And yeah. he, when he goes back and turns on the TV, he realizes, oh, it's the, it's the moon landing type of thing and everything. But he's you can see that he's beaten down. He's got separation uh, papers from Marion. Yeah. He's putting alcohol in his coffee in the morning he's still working at that job uh at the uh at the university as the professor and everything but there's a moment and it's connected with that moment at the end that always gets me Mm. there's a moment at the beginning of the movie where uh he covers marion's face he's there's a picture on the refrigerator Mm -hmm. of marion and he covers her face with a magnet right before Uh. he leaves and he pisses it because he just doesn't want to see her so it's a reminder of uh, him because their their marriage is estranged because they basically off camera killed off uh, Mutt who is the uh, his son from Crystal oh uh, yeah yeah, what the hell's his name yeah yeah Uh, Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf they kill off Shia LaBeouf's character best decision they've made not having him in the movie is the other best decision they've made so because this is a straight up Reminiscent. I own the first three in the movies. I do not own Crystal Asylum, and I own Dial of Destiny, and I'm completely happy ignoring yeah. Crystal Asylum yeah. ever existed. Crystal uh, Skull. <clears throat> Crystal Skull. So. Yeah. Crystal Asylum is my movie. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's fun. Keep, keep subliminally putting it I in know, there. Man, I know, man. Crystal take. Asylum. <laughs> uh, and I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge in this movie. I loved her in the movie, the television show Fleabag. She is perfect in this kind of world. She plays his goddaughter. Mm. That is basically his foil through the whole movie. She's yeah. good. She, she is good, but she's also bad at times. Yeah. I love the short round-esque character yeah. that they got from him. I think he is very, very likable, this kid. And I, I hate to say it, no one makes a better Nazi than Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, man. come on, man. Mads Mikkelsen just plays the best villain in every movie that he you cast him in. I think he should play every Marvel villain. Oh, uh, fuck yes. I dude. don't know why they haven't cast him as Dr. Doom yet. I uh, loved him as Hannibal. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. In every fucking thing he's in. I love Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. And he's so good in this movie, man. And he's obsessed. And so is Toby. Uh, Toby Jones is great in this movie. He's that little guy at the beginning that's on the train with him. He's the one from the mist. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Like I said, it took me four he, or five days to watch Phoebe it. He plays Phoebe Waller-Bridge's dad. Remember, he's the one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, he goes off the train with him. At yeah, the beginning. that's right. He's really good uh, in because this movie Because they find also. the first half of Archimedes' Dial yeah. of Destiny. Yeah, and that's what this whole movie is about. It's about oh, Archimedes' Dial. So fucking good. Yeah, they really did a great thing where 
Archimedes, obviously a famous uh, mathematician from uh, our early Greek history, like 300 BC or mm. something like that. And <clears throat> I love that he's telling the story of Archimedes at the beginning of the movie when he's teaching his class. Yeah. Class bored as shit. Yeah. Couldn't be any interested. So they have no idea that it's fucking Indiana Jones. Yeah. And uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is actually in the audience helping answer all the questions because yeah. she is also somewhat of an archaeologist herself. And... Basically, he gets thrown into an adventure that he didn't expect to be into because he has half Archimedes' di- or dial. Yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge steals it, but the Nazis are also looking for it. So you got Mads Mikkelsen. You have our guy from the Predator movie, uh, who is his... Uh, Lloyd Holbrook. Uh, Lloyd Holbrook. Oh, I got that right without having to look. I love him. He's awesome. Uh, <laughs> he's also one of my favorite actors. He was great in uh, the Sandman show and basically everything he's been in. He's, he's really good. You know who else? And I, I'm sorry. Him and Mads could play every Nazi ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Is... Uh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Yeah, that's the well, that's the guy I was talking about. That oh, was okay. uh, uh, the little guy from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually doesn't play a Nazi in this movie, but he should play a Nazi oh, because he played not? a Nazi in the Marvel movie. I know. Yeah, he was great. Uh, so he is also very good in this. Uh, you know who's also really good in this? Who I didn't realize it was him until ten minutes in was uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh yeah, he was great, dude. <laughs> Ten minutes into it, I'm like, holy shit, that's Antonio oh, I, Banderas. I, I you knew, knew it immediately. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. not know it was him. In the theater, I was like, I was like, holy shit, that's Antonio Banderas. Yeah, great scene too, where uh, they realize they have to go to the bottom of the ocean, yeah. and Antonio Banderas, they hook him up to these like ancient fucking suits. Yeah, where they uh, can only breathe underwater for what like. Th- Three minutes or something so like that. So I, I just watched this this morning. Yeah, so, so you should know that. He is like the best diver in, in Spain, yeah. and he developed a way to keep you from getting the bends yeah. because, you know, you don't want to die on your way back up. So you go down very quickly, and you come back up, but you're only down there for three minutes. Yeah. Any longer, you can end up getting the bends and possibly dying. Um, like in every indie movie, there's always an animal or an insect or a creature uh, that you have to worry about. And this one was the eels. electric eels. Yeah, and, dude. Which they also had bugs in this one too later yeah. on. Yeah, they did. Uh, so they, they did go into the bugs. But once once Indy was out there, man, and doing his stuff, that's it, it, it was... Seamless. It was seamless. It was I mean, seamless. obviously he's not doing the stunts that he's normally but, doing, but it didn't matter. But when he was doing the problem solving and oh, the treasure yeah. hunting like, and the clues uh, and like towards the end where when they're doing the water displacement yes. thing and you're like, Oh my god, he's he's got this All, figured out. Yeah. It just made me think of when he like replaced that item that totem with the sandbag. Yeah. Or when he threw the the dirt on the invisible bridge. You know what I mean? Because, like So let me get into this where he's what Archimedes' dial does. So once Archimedes' dial is completely together, what the plan for the Nazis is, for Mads specifically, is to go back to 1930s Germany and uh, what you think is he's going to help uh, Hitler win the war. He's basically wants to be the new Hitler. Yeah. He's like Hitler had the right idea, but I could actually make the uh, the flaws that Hitler made. I will I will make right. So that was his plan. But that's what one of my favorite indie moments is when they're on the plane. Yes. And he was like continental drift. He said Archimedes didn't oh, know anything about continental drift. So good. I said I know you want to go to 1939, but that's not where we're fucking going. Yep. Oh, so good. <laughs> and then dude. Mads realizes it at the last minute, and he's like, "Stop it! Turn around! Yep. Turn around!" But it's too fucking late. Yeah. And they're actually. Oh. 
actually going through that rift, man. Do, do you want to go uh, into that? Part we probably all? should. Let's let's do it. Uh, no one watches this fucking movie, anyways. Yeah. I don't know why this wasn't the biggest movie of the God, fucking year, dude. Pe- people, I don't know if they just didn't go see it or if what their problem was with this movie. This movie should have made a lot more money. So I fucking loved, and I, I guess you know, like I love the tie-in where yeah. they finally find the second half. Yeah. And they're like uncovering Archimedes skeleton. Yeah. And he's got a fucking watch on. Yeah. And then And he's like, that's not that's that's not possible. That's not possible. That should not fucking be on his yeah. wrist. And they end up going through the fucking time portal and I I did love that fucking countdown where he was like you got the wrong coordinates yeah, you got the wrong coordinates and uh and they end up and the at, kids in his own plane following him oh there, yeah man. dude uh, it's and just so it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it I end, love this movie yeah and they end up at the battle of Syracuse yeah and fucking yeah, different Syracuse yeah he yeah. says that to the girl uh yeah that's yeah, right this yeah. dude was so excited <laughs> yeah the one that was like 2 BC yeah um so, or 21 BC something like that um and they end up fucking meeting Archimedes oh. and I'm tied. I go back and forth. If I wanted, I wish how I wanted stayed. it to end, man. How, because I love the stuff with Karen Allen so much that it yeah. makes, it makes it acceptable. Yeah. But if that, if they hadn't ended it with that Karen Allen stuff, I would have loved to him to have stayed. Oh my God. But I mean, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was right. This is not, your land, you. Uh, this is not your time. Would have Chances are, everything. you would have fucked shit up being yeah. back there. Yeah, but there would have been a a great moment for Indy because obviously he's not going to do any more. But the moment I'm talking about, so uh, when they're in the house at the end, and uh, Karen Allen comes in, and when I see her, and she looks so fabulous, and yeah. it it almost made me cry every time I see it. I almost get choked up. But there's a scene where she goes to put the groceries away in Indy. And I, like I said, I didn't see this the first time. Uh-huh. I, only, I, I might not have seen it until the fourth time that I watched it. He's got his – he's looking at Karen Allen, and he, with the back of his hand, he moves the magnet off her picture. Oh, really? And so she can't see the fact that he covered her photo yeah. with the magnet. Yeah. Uh, and it was such an important thing for him that he, he knew immediately he had to take that magnet off of her photo. Yeah. It just made it – the whole scene for me, it was great. Yeah. I, there was a good little <laughs> foreshadowing for that too, because she asked him uh, why he was still wearing his ring at some point. They were like yeah. running, and you know, and she was like, "You're still wearing your ring," yeah. you know, like. Oh but, yeah, when they had that conversation about what would you do if you could go back, and he he was yeah. saying, I, "I talked my son out of going into the war. He, right. he did it to piss me off, and this and that, and he got killed in the yeah. war." Uh, Sala Sala came back and he was great. Oh yeah, dude, scenes, it was man. so great to fucking see him, yeah, dude. And they they used him correctly. That that is the difference with this movie than the Crystal Skull one. They treated these characters with respect. They they paid attention to what everyone loved about those first three movies. Yeah. The action was tight. The indie esque stuff like the puzzles and the water yeah. displacement and yeah. that type of stuff, and then going underwater and the the stuff where you saw the attack, the ship coming up to them. Yeah, uh, dude, where, that like, was a great shot. Yeah, when you could see them taking over and everything, I loved it. I loved the whole movie, man. Yeah. That was so, so fabulous. I have only one question. Um, in the very beginning, yep. when they're fighting on the train, mm-hmm. Mads gets oh yeah destroyed. He, he should have been killed. Like. He doesn't have a fucking mark on him. Yeah, yeah. that's my only like. Yeah, I they, they should have. Did he? Did they make a scar? They didn't make a scar. Or he on has his so face? many scars and non-scars in his roles. Okay. I never really noticed when he's scarred <laughs> anymore. Because yeah, he gets hit by an embankment that would have killed anybody. I, I mean, to the point where like I was literally waiting the entire movie. Yeah. 
for him to go back and save himself from being hit by that thing. Interesting. Like, I, you know, I, I mean, it may have shattered his shoulder if it hit him in the shoulder, right? Maybe that's bro, kind they of they were on a speeding yeah, fucking yeah. train. I mean, you got to have to go head with it, I guess. on, dude. Yeah. But um, oh man, I I really want to talk about the the, the Archimedes stuff more, but I won't. It's not. It's it, good, oh, man. It's, it's so good. It's so dude. good. Check, check it out. And I I'm afraid people are turned are, off are, by are four. Turn, or, or they uh, yeah they they had problems with Crystal Skull or they're hearing negative reviews or they're hearing that it didn't make money and I'm going to avoid it because I'll, why are we not hearing I'll it? I'll tell you, my girl didn't care for it. She didn't? No. Oh, we uh, we watched the first like 30 minutes and then we just had to end up like, because it was late, you know, we had to go to bed or whatever. And the next day I was like, oh, let me, you know, let's turn this back on and we'll watch it. And she's like, I'm not really feeling oh, it. And so, you know, I still turned it back on for a little bit. She was doing some other stuff, but like, I don't know, like, and and it's you know, it, yeah. I guess it's to each his own, you know. But I like, I was, again, when when they got to the shipwreck, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, here we fucking go, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, like, it's true. Even when they, I, I liked, I thought it really started. I liked the, I love the beginning. I liked the build up. For me, once they got to the auction, I was like, all right, they yeah. got to the auction. They're all there. They're all after this one item, and then they go to that crazy chase scene. I don't know who that big guy was. No, he was giant. He though. was giant. I yeah. love how he got his own by that kid, man. Yeah, and they both got handcuffed together. That and was, the kid, a... and the kid just like left him down there, man. He, I mean, he deserved every minute of it, but. Uh, yeah. I think it was Olivier Richter's or Oliver Richter's. Yeah, we're going to see him in Marvel movies for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he's a wrestler or not, but he should he, be. He's, he's a giant. He's a giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will watch this a lot. I have a feeling that uh, I will watch this more than most people, and I am super glad I watched it. Uh, I mean, like I said, I watched it twice in the last two weeks, and I might watch it again in the next couple of weeks because I really liked it. It's did you really buy it good. or did you? Uh, uh, it? It's free on Disney Plus. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, Come I'm, on, people, watch yeah, it for free. God right? damn it, because this movie is worth watching. I don't think got no love at the Golden Globes. No one even mentioned it. Harrison Ford was there. You know what pissed me off last night in the Golden Globes? Mark Hamill was there, fucking uh, presenting. In in the room with Harrison Ford. How did you not have Harrison Ford go up with him yeah. to present the award? What the fuck? It was the first time Mark Hamill apparently has ever pre- been at an award show presenting an award. They made a specific choice of mentioning that. Wow. I was like, why not have Luke Skywalker and Han Solo yeah, walk out together, man? fucking lutely. I mean, we never get to see those two together anyway. Yeah, so. You wouldn't have gotten a higher applause yeah. than for that. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, didn't mention it at all in the award show. Didn't get nominated for stunts or anything like that. Maybe they will for the Oscars. I don't know. But uh, it seemed to somehow f- fall through the cracks for people. And uh, it's a damn shame because chances are, it's unless we get a completely new Indian, it's our last Indiana Jones we're going to get with Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's definitely... Uh, aged out and i was impressed that they were able to do what they were able to do with him definitely but also at the same time i'm good you yeah can, you I'm can good. stop him this now. is a great ending I, when it when it was over and the the theme music yep. hit i i literally just just said thank you so much yep. like i i'm yep. good now this you is what me. we wanted with yep. crystal skull i mean absolutely i'll forgive and forget about yep. number four yep. and this can just be number four in my book yep. and and we'll we're good awesome you know? i love that you uh you appreciated it like i did because i'm trying to get other people my cousin watched it and he loved it uh i don't i didn't ever heard about him <coughs> he was he started it i don't know if, of what he felt when he finished it but i yeah. know for the first 45 minutes he's like i'm loving this new indie movie and yeah. i was like awesome thank yeah. you i'm glad that you love it 
Uh, it, it was the return to the real Indiana Jones story. Yep, it, it was, really was. It was really good. Yep. And like you said, when, uh, what's her name? Uh, Karen Allen. Yeah, I was yep. going to say Marion. Um, when she walked back in, I wasn't so affected by it, but only because I had to go, wait a minute. Is that her? I had to go yeah, and yeah, look yeah, it yeah. up while the scene is going on because I knew that I should be like fucking, you know, the way she walks in the door. Yeah. And I, I knew it was her, but I didn't know it was her. So I had to stop and look it up while I was watching it. And I think that took me. I was in it. the theater and it took me by surprise. I, I actually I actually had to put my hand over my mouth. Yeah. And it was weird. And I, I, I didn't expect to get choked up by it. I didn't yeah. cry, but I, Nostalgia I came, will do I that came to close. You. Yeah. And then when I rewatched again, the same thing happened. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, man, yeah. this is fucked up. <laughs> no, I, well, I'll tell you truth be told. Cause we're, you know, this was last year anyways. Um, the the Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. Um, when they did the thing of uh, Egon, yeah, that guy, that got you. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't you know, it, it just it caught me off guard. I could see it kind of coming, but then like they did a good job yeah. with that. You know, I rewatched it a couple weeks ago, yeah. and I liked it a lot more than when we reviewed it before. Yeah, when I reviewed it before, I was like, it was good, it was all right. I, yeah. I didn't much care for the ending and everything. There's a few drag out. When parts. I rewatched it, because I rewatched, I. We just happened to rewatch the first one. I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'll play the uh, the second one. Yeah, someone's at the door. <laughs> I played the uh, the second one right afterwards, and I was like, hey, fuck it, let's play Afterlife. Yeah, uh, because I just watched the Frozen Empire trailer, and which looks awesome uh, for the new Ghostbusters. Movie. Oh that, yeah, it does. That looks really good. Yeah. so I can't wait for that to come out next year. Uh, I really enjoyed it, man. I, I think Paul Rudd, it's weird how Paul Rudd could just slide into any franchise yeah. and it just make it better. Yeah. He's just very likable. He's great. He is our Tom Hanks yeah. or this generation's, generation's. Tom yep, Hanks. Absolutely. For sure. He, he made uh, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as Mondo Gecko because he has to have that like California, hey, cool, man. Yeah. There's a great... Uh, scene where him and Michelangelo are meeting for the first time mm-hmm. and he's like I like your vibe no I like your vibe yeah. and they go back and forth like five or six times I like your vibe yeah you should definitely check out that Ninja no Turtles I definitely movie, want man. to it's, for it's sure it's fun it's super fun if you're a Ninja Turtles kid fan, friendly right uh yeah oh okay, very cool. kid friendly yeah. very kid friendly. awesome we'll check that out yeah uh and kids that's one of the few toys that seems to go through every generation man like yeah. there's not every generation who likes G.I. Joe or Star Wars yeah. or Transformers Ninja Turtles Ninja stays- Turtles goes through all of them man it's because they keep rebooting it and they're all good every reboot they do of it seems yep. to be good like we we grew up with the 89 one in the suits which was awesome then they gave us those michael bay ones which uh that second one was so fucking good that out of the shadows yeah one that i i re-watched that one constantly then they gave us the nickelodeon tv show which i loved yeah i loved that nickelodeon tv show it lasted for like four or five seasons sean ashton was one of the voices jason biggs and uh they went to some emotional levels in that show that i couldn't believe they went really to. uh and then they gave us this one and i was like well what are they gonna do different and i was yeah. like well seth rogan did it he loved it and they gave the job to teenage kids yeah and had fun with it and it, it shows it's a fun fucking movie yeah uh so honorable mentions that we didn't mention is there any other ones on here uh, Bo is Afraid was one that was going to make my list, but I felt like I was I talked about it a little too much in the past. I thought we had one more to go. Do we? Yeah. Don't we have five of them? I didn't one, we mention two, five, three, or did four. I skip one of mine? I think you skipped one of yours because I my my number one. I've been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To oh, we do about. have one more. Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. We, we we don't we don't do this. I didn't, as much I as didn't we used start to. the wrap up completely. Yeah. Yet. All right, go ahead. Um, is it my go? Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we both had that one on our list. That's, that's right. what was confusing. Um, <clears throat> pardon me another Netflix movie amazing movie 
produced by the Obamas. Oh. Yeah. Leave the World Behind. Interesting. Have you heard I've about this heard movie? I've never heard of it. Oh, my gosh, dude. This is one of my... This is my favorite movie of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, well, then I definitely got to check it out. It's so fucking good, dude. That's why you're saying if you're going to get that little Netflix yeah, for yeah, a yeah. month, check you out. have to watch this. Okay. So it's Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, Mahershala Ali, and... Um, Love Mahershala Ali. I don't know. Uh, I'm getting all the tough names Mahershala today. Mahershala Ali, the new Blade. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, Mahala Harold. <clears throat> um, she plays Mahershala Ali's daughter. Um, Kevin Bacon makes a little appearance in this. I think he does in every movie. Uh, every, He's got to look careful. Every single fucking look movie. Carefully. Yeah, he was an indie. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Third Nazi for the right. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's played a Nazi before. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's right. X Men. That's right. Yep. Yeah. X Men First Class. Um, I'm trying to find because there's a daughter and a son of Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts, and the daughter must be Farrah McKenzie, but I don't see the son on here anywhere. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see him, but so Julie Roberts, Ethan Hawke and their kids, Julie Roberts spur of the moment books an Airbnb and says, we need a vacation. Come on, let's go. Um, so they go to this house. I think it's, uh, I think it's up your way there. Uh, Long Island, maybe. All right. Long Island, New York. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that's where it is. And 2023 when Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts could be a couple and we all believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, it is Long Island. Um, so they get there, you know, everything's fine and they decide to go to the beach. And while they're at a beach, this fucking oil tanker, like this giant barge just runs aground on the beach, you know, and everybody has to like run from it. They see it coming and I don't think anybody like gets hurt by it or anything because it's a fucking barge. This is a straight up drama then, right? Um, Yeah, drama thriller. Okay. You know, like suspense. Um, I guess it has listed here as horror drama, but I guess there's maybe one scene that's like, wow. Um, Thriller and horror kind of walk that tightrope. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of like gore or anything like that. Um, So... They're like, what the fuck? That's crazy, you know? And it it's kind of seems to be like a random event. And they don't really talk about it too much. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of more or less just want to, like, forget that it happened. And, like, they're on their way home and Julia Roberts is like, oh, look, Starbucks. So, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but then, like, they get home and I think it's the TV. The TV goes off, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Mahershala Ali and his daughter show up to this house and they knock on the door. And like, at this point, I think there's maybe no phones and no TV, possibly no internet. Um, and they knock on the door and they kind of present very nicely. They're all dressed up. He's wearing a tux. She's wearing a really nice dress. Um, and he's like, I'm so sorry to bother you. Um, we actually own this house. Would it be okay if we came inside, you know? Um, and Julia Roberts instantly is like, fuck, no, we're not letting you in here. You know what I mean? And Ethan Hawke is more like, um, let's find out what's really going on here. They, they, I think they say like their car broke down or something like that. And, um, they end up letting them in and there's some suspense there on whether or not they actually live there, Yeah, you know? Because um, how would you find out? Because that's one of the things, if I was renting that house, I'd be want to be damn sure. Well, so this is the thing. <clears throat> he he says, like, 
my name is this. You and I spoke through Airbnb. Yeah. I wish that we could have met in person so this wouldn't be so awkward. Most Airbnbs have pictures of them too. It, so they should be able to right. do it. So, um, but also he's there with his daughter, you know, and yeah. like once they kind of enter the house, they know their way around. They know where everything is, you know, and like. So it becomes clear. So it's for uh, for a, a full scene. You don't really fucking know, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and then, you know, okay. um, so basically the power is out. There's this weird thing too, which they don't explain. It's just worth noting. Like the daughter is out in the yard and like 150 deer hmm. show up and they just like are there and she turns around and she turns back around and. And they're fucking gone. And like, it's really weird. And these deer appear throughout the movie. I don't really know what they're supposed to signify. Um, But yeah, dude. So you don't really know what's going on. You don't know if it's like a solar flare or something like that. Mm -hmm. And eventually there's like this weird fucking noise that's like so loud that everybody's like covering their ears and shit like that. And they have to kind of venture out to go and like kind of see what's going on. And I don't want to go into this too far. Okay. Shit starts going down. Like something is happening. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what, like post-apocalyptic sort of maybe, you know what I mean? And they, they, they hint about a few things early in the movie just by saying, like, it could be this, it could be that, it could yeah. be this, it could just be a power outage, da 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 Okay, I'm going to tell you one scene because it's the... It, I don't want to, but I have to because it's my favorite scene and I'll never get a chance to really talk about it other than this. They're trying to get out of town and they get to, like, the on-ramp. So they're, like, a couple, almost together. They're working together at this they point. They become kind of a team. Yeah. Okay. You know? Um, and at one point, uh, Ethan Hawke and the family are like, listen, you guys go your way. You're going to stay at the house. We're going to get out of here. We think it's better if we leave, you know? So they drive and they get to the highway and you can just see that like traffic on the highway is just completely backed up. And like, I, I guess kind of, st- yeah, it's stopped, you know, um, and abandoned as they pull up. And there's all these fucking white Teslas, like 30 of them, you know, and they're all just like there on the fucking uh, on ramp to the highway. There's no traffic. The city behind them is like starting to fucking burn, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just hear these another Tesla or I guess you can't hear Teslas, but you see one just hauling ass through these fucking curves and shit, you know. And they're trying to find somebody. They're trying to find out what's going on. And Julia Roberts realizes like this car is going to come and be right where we are. And it's going super fast. So they get in the fucking car, they get out of the way and the Tesla just comes and fucking slams into the one in front of it. And then after that, there's another Tesla and another Tesla and another one. And they're trying to fucking drive through them to get back to Mahershala Ali's fucking house. Dude, I, I it is it's crazy. It's dude, like, I'll definitely have to check it out. It's crazy <clears throat> to the point of where you go, holy shit, that could fucking happen, huh. you know? And like, dude, it is it is unbelievable. 
the very end scene can go one or two ways on opinion. Yeah. Don't judge the whole movie because <laughs> I, I can see both opinions on it. And one is like, okay, that's fucking cool. And the other one is, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and both of those are like, well, if you look it up online, yeah. those are just the two fucking reactions. It's either mm. you like it or you don't. But like the book ending, I read that it's a little bit different, but it's not that different. What's the name of it again? Uh, leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. That's interesting. I mean, if, since it was a book, that makes sense why the Obamas would do it. <sighs> Man. Because the Obamas are big readers, and I know he puts his list out every year and everything. So uh, that's cool. <clears throat> Leave the world behind. I'm going to have to write hopefully, that one down. Hopefully one day it won't be based on a true story because <laughs> shit goes down. Nice. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Now, technically, Indiana Jones and Dial Destiny was my favorite movie of the year, but there's one. I have one more left. I kind of did this kind of all jumble up and out of order. Uh, this movie is great. It's it's rated R, but it's I don't know why it's rated R. This is more of a family type movie. It should be rated PG thirteen. Must be for language. And I watch it just uh, did we watch it uh, not yesterday, but the day before I watched it on Saturday. I realized it was available on Peacock to watch for free, and that was twenty twenty three's The Holdovers. Okay, <clears throat> very sweet. Very cool, like, slice-of-life type movie. Now, it's done by Alexander Payne, and if you've seen any Alexander Payne movies, you'll know the type of movies that he does. He did Election. He did um, The Descendants. What was the other one he did? Lobster. About Schmidt. Uh, oh, really? About Schmidt with uh, uh, Jack Nicholson yeah. uh, type of movie. All about, like, some troubled people all coming together and kind of realizing different stuff about themselves. Yeah. And this one was, it actually was a Christmas movie. And it was all about, so it starred Paul Giamatti, uh, Divine Joy uh, Randolph or mm -hmm. Rudolph? Randolph. Randolph. And she got famous for the uh, the Eddie Murphy movie, what was the Dolomite? She was. The oh Black yeah, Girl okay, I got you. She was really good in that, and we knew she was going to be huge. Now Giamatti and uh, Divine won the Golden Globes last night for oh, really? this movie for the uh, comedy category. Uh -huh. <clears throat> and basically, what happens is they're she's the cook at this high level. Um, highfalutin type boarding school mm -hmm. and he's a teacher that everybody hates he is uh, apparently every year when they break for Christmas there's a couple students that have no families to go home to right so he has been put in charge of staying at the school with uh, Divine who's the cook and five other students one and just take care of them one of them must be Dominic Sessa. Yes, yes. He is the main star of the movie. He gotcha. has never acted in anything in his life, and he was amazing in this. Really? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to try to get through this without totally losing You can do voice. it, Paul. I can do it. Uh, so what's going on is there? everyone's troubled. Uh, Divine lost her. It takes place, I think, 1970, and she lost her son and husband in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Paul Giamatti is just a... He's just a prick. He's just a complete <laughs> prick. He's a teacher that just wants to teach and not be a good uh, sport about not giving homework or and everything. Even over the Christmas break, he's telling all these kids, you're going to take an exam. You're going to do all oh, this stuff fuck and everything. That, man. And <clears throat> four of the five kids, one of the kids' dad calls and says, I'd like to take the kids on a ski trip with me. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Paul Giamatti's like, fine. Yeah. I'll stay home and read mystery novels and shit like that. Yeah. And that's fine with me. 
all of them called their parents, and the only one who couldn't get a hold of his parents because his parents are assholes is that Dominic kid. Oh, okay. So the other four people are out of the movie. So now it's just a three-person movie. Oh, wow. It's just Divine, Giamatti, and this Dominic kid. And none of them get along, and they all are learning to live with each other and everything. And the kid's softening up Giamatti, and Giamatti is softening up the kid and everything. And it's just one thing after another. Not a whole lot happens during the movie, but it's just so engaging and uh, enjoyable. There's a great scene where uh, Dominic kid's just... uh, doesn't want to do anything Giamatti tells him. And yeah. he told him earlier, no one's going to go into the gymnasium because the gymnasium's only half lacquered. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. no one go in it. And uh, he ends up running to the gymnasium. Paul Giamatti's running after him. He says, don't go into that gymnasium. Yeah. He says, this is this is our Rubicon and you do not cross the Rubicon. <laughs> and the kid just smiles and runs across the gymnasium and jumps and falls and breaks his fucking shoulder. Oh, no. So now Paul Giamatti has to take him to the hospital. Oh, God. And then when he's at the hospital on the way home, he, he stops at like a, uh, a dive bar to get them both hamburgers. And he meets a woman who works at the school and says, hey, I didn't know you guys were at the school. You should come to my Christmas party. Uh. And so they go to the Christmas party and they and start enjoying stuff. And then he talks, uh, the kid talks him into taking him into Boston. And all three of them go into Boston together. Oh, and wow. they start this kind of holiday together with each other. And it's just super sweet and yeah. super enjoyable unlikable and most of alexander payne movies have a level of depressive shit uh in it like the descendants uh the one with george clooney was so depressing that you watch it once and you'll never revisit it again <laughs> and uh election wasn't as much that way uh what was his other movie that i mentioned about schmidt about schmidt had some sad moments in yeah. it with uh with jack nicholson being by himself and <clears throat> it had those moments in it but it was more enjoyable than anything and i immediately bought it when I watched it, I saw that it was on sale for like eight bucks. And I was like, this is going to be a good Christmas movie to watch every year. What's, and, what's the one, um, Ed O'Neill Thanksgiving movie. Oh, Dutch Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds a lot like Dutch. Yeah. Dutch is a lot more of a comedy than this is, but yeah. this, this is definitely a comedy. And, uh, I was super happy to see that they won the Golden Globes. G. <laughs> Mati puts a special contact in his eye yeah. when he, for the making of the movie uh, that gives him a lazy kind of floating eye. Oh, wow. So it's weird. Every time you're looking at uh, Giamatti, like about 20 minutes in the movie, me and my wife are watching it. I'm like, what's up with Giamatti's eyes? Yeah. Said, Did he always have fucking a lazy eye like yeah. that? So I'm like Googling it and I'm like, oh no, he put it in. Uh. And it, not only does he put it in, he switches it from eye to eye. Oh, in really? Movies, so you can't always tell That's which smart. eye is the lazy one. Yeah. And it becomes a thing in the movie, and it's really, really funny. And uh, it's it's just a really great, enjoyable movie that I hope people will watch now that it won some of the Golden Globes. And I'm sure it'll be nominated for Oscars as well, Hell because yeah. Alexander Payne is like an Oscar magnet. All his movies kind of are like that. And I love Paul Giamatti. Oh, he's so good, man. He plays that curmudgeon just really perfect. Like, ever since Pig Vomit went in the Howard Stern movie where he was yeah. that complete asshole. Favorite thing I've ever seen him in is Confidence. I fucking love his role and the way he played it in Confidence. Yeah, that's the one I still haven't seen. And I'm trying to think what my favorite Giamatti role was. He's been so good in so many different things. Sideways, which is also uh, Alexander Payne. He directed Sideways. That's what his, he's connected with Giamatti. Did you ever oh, watch okay. uh, Sideways, the no. line movie? Mm-mm. It was good. I, I liked Giamatti. In that. I heard him on a podcast. He said he single-handedly destroyed the Merlot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merlot yeah. industry. Yeah, because remember he had that line, and then there's no fucking way I'm drinking Merlot. Oh, that's funny. So he just knocks Merlot through the whole movie. That's so, yeah. funny. 
He's got an interesting career, man. I, I love Giamatti. Definitely my favorite thing he's been in is Howard Stern. Yeah. He played Big Mom in WNBC. Oh, man. He was so good in that. Did you know he didn't know that that was a, a real person? Really? When he was doing that? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And they said that he, like, was nailing the role. And he said one day one of the people, like, you know, one of the crew members came up to him and were like, man, how did you nail this guy so good? And he turned to him and he goes, you mean to tell me this guy's a <laughs> real guy? And he said, yeah. Like, and, uh, he ended up, we're both coughing. <coughs> I guess he ended up uh, meeting him or whatever, and and like, but yeah, he was he just always thought that's how the character would go. He and didn't even so know good. it was a real guy. A little bit of trivia: Giamatti's father used to be the commissioner of baseball. Yeah, 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 for the longest time. So he has a connect with that. So it's very interesting. So yeah, twenty twenty three, man. Some good movies out there. I've watched a whole bunch of them. I'm trying to see if there was any other ones on my list here. Of uh, did you have any uh, other? Uh... Uh, yeah, mentions. I had, uh, you people, which was uh, another Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill movie. Um, evil dead see. rise did make my fantastic list this year. So did infinity pool, which almost made my list on this one that everyone needs to watch, man. Infinity yeah. pool was fucked up. Uh, cocaine bear. <laughs> I did not like cocaine. Yeah. Bear. But everyone else did. So don't take my advice on that people. Um, uh, I was afraid. I'm I I'm convinced I'm the only one who will ever watch that movie. <laughs> I need to I need I to heard just it's good though. I, I so good. Yeah, not just from you. Like yeah. I heard other things that but from it other is things fucked that was up. good. There's some fucked up scenes that I'm not gonna mention on the pod, but I should tell you afterwards because yeah. chances are you're not gonna watch it. And it's it's fucked up some of the stuff in there. Uh John Wick four. John Wick four. I was yeah. I was super surprised that didn't make your list, but we have talked about it kind of several times before. So Yeah, it was gonna, but those other ones just needed mentions. Uh, what else I got here? I got one more. The Shazam. Actually, I got two more. Uh, yeah, Fury Gods Shaz- made my very good list. Yeah, that was good. Super Mario Brothers made my very good list. That was on my list. Um, any other 2023 on here? Quasi. John Wick 4 made my 2023 list. Quasi movie, the uh, Broken Lizard. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I forgot that's what it was called. that, yeah. Uh, that Totally Killer made my very good list. And that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made my very good list. Did any of them make my dog shit list? Oh, that Asteroid City. That movie was oh, garbage, man. I'm like halfway in that right oh, now. Oh, I got I hated it. Oh, really? I was like, want the, something's got to happen here, man. Oh. I just didn't like it. Okay. But maybe we won't revisit it then. We're no. like 40. I, get, I think there's like 45 minutes left. Huh. I mean, if you like it so far, maybe you should continue because I didn't like it a half hour into it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? I was like, Wes Anderson's just too up top his own ass that he's just trying to be. That's what I was worried about happening. Yeah. Barbie made my decent list. Uh, anything else? 2023 in my decent list here. Uh, the Flash. I was generous. Yeah. Putting you it have on my, to be. because of Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, Strays. Strays was a lot of fun. That's available for free. <coughs> Knock at the Cabin made my decent list. So, yeah, that's 2023. I forgot <laughs> how early on that was. No One Will Save You made my dog shit list. What was the No Way Will Save Exactly. You? That's that one that's on Hulu. Um, oh, yeah. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, uh, you, I mean... I guess a lot Some of people, people like it. I guess a lot of people liked it. I guess yeah. that was my cocaine bear this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I just didn't like it at Some all. Some movies just don't, or you're watching it at the wrong time, you know, or yeah, have the wrong expectations for it. So, but I mean, we gave you guys a good list. If you want to check out some 2023 movies, especially since a lot of these are on streaming now, you can check out Indiana Jones, obviously on Disney plus you can watch, uh, I'm pretty sure evil dead rises on HBO max. 
uh, a lot of the ones we had mentioned are definitely available for you to watch. The Holdovers, like I said, is on Peacock. If you have Peacock, um, the Creator is on Hulu. So they're doing a pretty good job of like bringing these to the streaming services that people know about. And everything. Yeah. Which makes me wonder why isn't fucking Mission Impossible uh, running on any of these? Yeah, I mean, it must be some deal they made with somebody. I'm just gonna have to drop the fucking twenty dollars, or next time the digital drops down to nine ninety nine, because I don't want to rent it for five ninety nine. Because I know for a fact I'm gonna buy it right at some point. So yeah, we'll have to see. But that's one you definitely got to check out. That yeah. and the crater, you will you will definitely will not let you down. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's 2023, man. I look forward to 2024. Other than like the Ghostbusters movie, I'm trying to think what other 2024 movies we know about. I'm really wanting to see Civil War. Civil War, what's that? Oh man, it's about the Civil, Civil War. War. Oh, it's no, about Civil it's, War. It's about a Civil War breaking out in America and the government like dropping bombs. I never on heard of that. People. Is there a trailer off of that? Oh my god, dude! What's his name? Uh, Ron Swanson. Oh, really? What's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, Ron... Keith Offerman. Offerman. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah. He's, in a... um, he's the president. Interesting. Yeah, dude. Is it a comedy or is it a drama? No, it's oh, not no. a comedy. Interesting. I, we'll, uh, we'll watch the trailer here Yeah, that's crazy. Minute, I never heard of that. It's amazing. Wow. I know there's a bunch more 2024 movies coming out. They're like slipped my mind <laughs> what they're going to be right now, but uh, we'll, we'll certainly be inundated with them soon enough. And uh, like even with Marvel, I don't even know what Marvel's doing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've I'm completely so far lost off. touch with Marvel. I'm so far off. I was hovering over. Well, this wasn't even Marvel. This was DC. But I was, I was wanting to watch something the other day, and I hovered over that Blue Beetle for a while, and I was like, I can't do yeah. it, man. I just uninterested. Yeah. Don't care. I stuck in it through Endgame, and I, I yep. Endgame was a good end yeah, for yeah, for all of us yeah. to get out. Because I liked was, the Spider Man uh, ones. I, Doctor Strange was all right. Yep, you know? the Spider Man one was good. But, was that Spider Man one this year? I, I think I think it might have been. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but there's some good ones, man. So go out there and check out some movies. Watch some of the Golden Globe ones because it seems like a lot of the Golden Globe ones and future Oscar ones are actually worthy this year where some of them it's like, oh, this is just pretentious garbage that the critics will like. But this year they seem like they might have uh, put out a few good ones there. So. Check that out. We got a, some exciting stuff coming up. We've got more wild cards coming up. I'm hoping to do one with Dave soon, and me and Justin will do another one soon. But we wanted to get something out to you guys quick uh, because we have taken a, that big break off after the holidays, but we're hoping to get back on a regular schedule here. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Facebook, that's definitely where you can find me and Justin. You can set, shoot us an email, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, which are SoundCloud and iTunes, and we'd super appreciate it. But... Until next year, we will, uh, well, we, we will until uh, our next uh, uh, recap of the year. That, that will be that uh, at probably 2025, sure, when we do that one. But we'll do an Oscar. Uh, I would like to do an Oscar recap and everything like that. And uh, we'll recap several different stuff through the years. And we'll definitely have different features coming up. And we're definitely approaching episode 300. So we're yeah. going to make that one an, uh, a cool, epic episode also. But... Until then, see ya. Peace. Stop right there. You'll know the gym is strictly off limits. This is your Rubicon. Do not cross the Rubicon.